Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. That's right, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free free quote. And Ephraim, man, I I know it's a Pro Bowl and nobody cares and it's raining and in Orlando, but... Can the NFC? I mean, kick act. Can they? Greg is Greg the leg there, or did he have to hop go on with the Rams? No one cares. Can he it's kick a, a field goal? It's okay, so look, don't know. It's we want to know. Look it's at twenty to zero. Look, AFC is up. Look on at this it. scenario, right? If you're watching this game right now, or have the TV on and listening to us, whatever. Let me break it down for you. It's in Orlando, Florida. It's pouring rain right now, right? The one thing you don't want to do is play a fake football game in the pouring rain, right? You can muster up enough competitive edge when the game means something, when there's something on the line. But in the rain, the last thing you want to do is smash against another human being, right? Run, catch a ball, tackle someone. You don't even want to be in the rain, right? Well, they look like they're having a ball right now. Well, they're having fun because they're not trying, Right? It's, it's easy to have fun when you're not trying. 
He's just out there hanging out, playing. Look, Alvin you know Kamara, look, Alvin Kamara, Alvin is, Kamara playing is playing defensive end and almost got a sack. And he would have had a sack if he didn't pull up. Yeah, if it's this was normal rules, that would have been a sack. This is what we're talking about right so, now. So, okay, all right, mister. And I can tell it's going to be one of those days with you already. You're, I can already tell. Number one, who comes in and rains on the pizza party? You okay. rain and so, poo-pooed on the pizza party. Shout out to Willard. Mark Willard brings in pizza from his son's birthday party. And Mark Willard should be ashamed of himself. And then the, what's the first thing you acknowledge? He said, hey, I brought in some pizza, guys, for my son's birthday party yesterday. And the first thing you say is, you brought in some home pizza? You brought in pizza from home? That's not what I said. What did you say? Pay attention. I know you haven't been here in a while. You left me out to dry. We'll get to I've, that been, I've been writing this ship myself. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> but what I said was, you don't bring in leftover pizza from the day before, right? You don't eat someone's leftover pizza. Like cold pizza or, you know, leftover pizza is good. It's the bomb. From your own house. What you don't do is... Have a bunch of pizza, spend the to go to sleep. We don't know whether it was in the refrigerator, whether it was left in the oven. He well, is we an don't honest know. man. He said it was in the refrigerator. We don't know that, right? And it was a kid's pizza party. We don't know if they opened it, touched it. We don't know what happened to the pizza from the time you bought it, stored it, and then brought it in the next day. You can eat day old pizza that you ordered. It's a rule, but you don't go to someone's house. And eat their day old pizza. Now, hold like, on. you now, don't do thing. that. Here, here, and what you don't do is you don't cater, right? You don't cater a work thing with old pizza. Who, do, who does okay. that? Now, here's the thing. I feel and, sick. And, is Mark, this, I know this... you're listening. You better call in and defend yourself or I'm going to destroy you right now. All right. Let me, let me defend my boy, Mark. First off, is this a first world problem that you have because you are rich compared to the average no. human? Uh, so, therefore, all, the average show, hold up. We I all. gave you your honor. Okay, your go honor. Ahead. Go ahead. Your honor. Go ahead. I want my time back. Go ahead. Reclaim your time. I reclaim my time, Maxine Waters. So, well, you are well off compared to the average human being, okay? So, you can look at a pizza as, I'm only going to eat it under the restrictions of it has to be this, it has to be room temperature this, it has to be heated up by this, and I have to have... The average person says, hey, free food is free food, and I trust the guy who brought it, Mark... And so, therefore, I'm going to holler at this microwave and warm up this pizza. Because, Lee, I see your mouth watering. You were looking at that pepperoni. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. That pizza's gone. You already ate yeah, it? it? No, it's been, it's been shared. That's did you, that's did you eat some pizza? Oh, hell yeah, I ate some pizza. See, there Alex, is I know point. Alex didn't eat no pizza. I didn't even look at the pizza. That's right. Vegan no, love. On, vegan on. love Vegan here. love. Now, vegan love. Had you not been vegan or okay. had it been vegan pizza, would yes. you have? See, thank you. What about and you? The other who, guy, who's in the back? The other who's guy? in the back? Who's that back there? Other guy. What's your name? What's his name? This intern. <laughs> this intern Connor. Connor, jump on. Intern Connor. Intern Connor. Did you have? Well, he, he had tomato I, sauce on his face, and I, he's I, an I intern. I know he had some pizza. He's an intern. I have did not you, had any pizza. Okay, good. Good for you, Connor. Oh, see, now I'm mad at Alex and Lee because you were supposed to make him the taste tester. So that I, if, I if someone was pizza. gonna, if someone would have passed out, it needed to have been the intern. You were supposed. He was supposed to be the original taste tester. But he said he would have had some had there been more pizza. So, again, this is the life that you live. Speaking of which, Super Bowl week, you've been played in a Super Bowl. See, this is a luxury lifestyle that you're living compared to the average human. I'm not about to eat nobody day-old pizza. Now, is it only delegated to pizza? Like, if, if had he brought in 
meatloaf from home or, or some type of spaghetti? First of all, you or- don't bring leftovers and share with your coworkers. Who on the planet does that? Have you ever had an office job? No. Why would I have that? There, there is there in lies the point. Job. I mean, people have uh, people who have had office jobs. This happens all the time. But we all have choices in life, right? I, so I, you I, can't start the thing off by saying I have means and I'm doing this <laughs> and doing that. What the problem is is we all had choices, all right? We were all in high school at, at around the same time, and all I would say is you should have tried harder in high school, okay? Uh, or God bless me to be six eight. It's a lot of dudes can six, play eight. basketball and Hell football. Yeah. A lot of dudes working at the mall six eight. Just gonna say that. Put that out there in the air. A lot of six eight security guards. Probably I'm eating day old pizza too. Huh? Just throw that out there in Walk, the world. Walking right? by Sabaros. Y'all gonna throw that away? I'll take it. <laughs> All I'm saying is there's etiquette, right? You don't bring your leftover food. I'm, you and know, share I gotta make it with your, Matter your, fact, your right. Oh my God! Like, I, if you I want to do cookies, if you, you want to do baked goods, right? Hey, my wife baked a bunch of cookies. Here are these cookies. Okay, good. I see that. But just the hot food? You're about to bring some old hot food you're, you're and share? This. So here we go. Here we go. So K Dub Live for myself. That's two B's. K D U B B L I V E. And then E from Salam on Twitter. I'm gonna go to Instagram and Twitter, and we're gonna make a poll of this. We're gonna make a poll of this to see. So far, I think I'm going to win, but I think people may also lie because they, you know, on Instagram, but in reality, they know good and well, if that hot pizza was in their face, they would have eaten it. It's not so, hot pizza. It's old pizza. Meaning you microwaves. Have to, meaning You have to microwave. warm it up yourself. So let's move on. Let's warm up this topic uh, that we have to get into, of course. You and I haven't done a show uh, in a couple of months, give or take. And so good to be back on with you, brother. Feels good. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. we haven't had a chance to talk about the NFC Championship game. And obviously the biggest thing coming out of that was a non-call, which if you're the Rams, you could say, hey, it's not fair because, look, we did what we needed to do to win the game. Which, let me break this down, which I'm sure because people love Fox Sports Radio and they've been listening and all of our personalities do a great job of illustrating and breaking these things down. This will be nothing new, but let me just remind folks. The Rams outscored the Saints 26-10 to after the second quarter. 26 to 10. The Saints could have done something about that. Greg the Leg Zerline had to kick three field goals in order for this game to be won for the Rams. They could have stopped him there. Uh, Drew Brees, MVP candidate, even though we know it's going to be Pat Mahomey, could have not thrown an interception in overtime. So there are multiple ways that the Saints, a championship caliber team, and a championship teams find a way to win no matter what. They could have found a way to win this. However, this is really the conversation I want to have with you uh, briefly. And if we have to break, we'll have to break. So you had Benjamin Watson come out, tied in with the Saints, and he basically said, I'm going to paraphrase here, he was saying to, to Roger Goodell, look, people are human, we understand, people make mistakes, but what we want is some leadership from you. What we want is for you to come out and acknowledge that the league made a mistake by, its, by way of its referees and not calling that pass interference or helmet to helmet. We want to hear from you. We want you to kind of fall on the sword, if you will. And the NFL has not done that. What they did do was have a conversation, allegedly, with Sean Payton after the game. which said, hey, man, we blew it. That was private conversation. What they did do was a day or two ago, they said, hey, uh, Roby Coleman, you will be fined $26,000 for that helmet-to-helmet hit. But we haven't heard from Roger Goodell at all. So in lieu of the last five years that the NFL has gone through with public uh, relation crisis after crisis, wouldn't it have behooved him being Roger Goodell to come out and just say, look, we blew it, made a mistake, we'll do better, we'll maybe have our uh, you know rules committee consider pass interference being something we can review over the summer or over the offseason, and we'll, and we'll move forward. Because now this is the bigger story than the Rams and the Patriots Super Bowl. 
It's still last it's, week. It's not the bigger story. Once we get because we're not we don't have any football right now. So this is the only thing we can talk about. If the Super Bowl was on right now, nobody would be talking about this. Well, of course, the actual game, right? Like so if we were leading up to the Super Bowl, no one would be talking about this. The fact that we have this gap between the Super Bowl uh and that NFC Championship game, this is the fodder. This is what we're talking about. This is look both games, both championship games, in my opinion, were poorly officiated. There are several calls that change the trajectory of both games for both teams, right? All four teams that championship uh, weekend. And to pick one call and say, oh, my God, this is egregious. My whole thing is, was that a terrible missed call? Yes. Earlier in that quarter, there was also another terrible missed call with the face mask. Yeah, face mask for on Right? So Jerry you Goff. can't just pick one, right? Because that would have changed the game for the Rams. They would have had first and goal from the two-yard line, right? So they wouldn't have kicked the field goal. They would have scored a touchdown. So the Saints would have been down four instead of been down three, right? So everything changes. You can't just zero in on that one call. If that was the only missed call in the game, okay, I get it. You blew it. They blew it throughout the course of the game, right? It was poorly officiated, period. The New England-Kansas City uh, game was poorly officiated. They they called a phantom roughing the passer call. They did. Right? Like, we all saw it. It was an awful call. Those type of calls, lengthening drives, first downs, 15 yards. When you have games this close, though each one of those calls – change something, right? And both officiating teams did a poor job. I'm not going to single out one missed call. It's easy to do that. Well, the the, the Rams shouldn't be there because of this. Well, if they would have made that call for the Rams a few minutes earlier, then we wouldn't even be having this conversation. They wouldn't have to kick the field goal. This wouldn't even been a conversation we're having. So I'm not going to just – Put all and focus all my attention on that one now, missed call. Right, let, let me ask you this, and we'll break here. You being media personality, is that you speaking? Or is this you, the former player speaking, where meaning if you were still playing and you were on the Saints team, would you feel different? Would you be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, back, bad non-call, but we had play X here, play X there to make a difference, and we didn't? Answer me that on the other side. And I want to also throw out to – when is enough enough, not only to move on from this conversation, but also let the referee be. Because the referee who was a part of that non-call has been harassed at his other job. I'll explain what I mean next. Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Why do you want NBA games up? You don't want the... Pro Bowl? I can't watch this. I can't watch the Pro Bowl. You don't, the NFC finally scored? Are you and not excited ha- about this? And it has nothing to do with I was always an alternate and never uh, a selection. <laughs> You're always a bridesmaid? Always a bridesmaid. <laughs> and, and and look, I wish the for, the format changed, right? It was, I was far too old in my career. The Super Bowl used to be played the weekend after – I mean, the, the Pro Bowl used to be played the weekend after the Super right. Bowl. So everybody who played in the Super Bowl, they just got on a plane and went right to Hawaii for the Pro Bowl. That's what it was. So guys weren't missing, right? Most of the offensive linemen who got voted to the Pro Bowl, a good majority of them were playing in Super Bowls. Mm. So they got to do both. Now, right, the they the, the the guys who are playing in the in the Super Bowl, they have alternates go to the Pro Bowl. Was that the year you went? When you were the the Super Bowl year, excuse me, Super Bowl year? No, I was, I think I was a second alternate Super Bowl okay. year as a rookie. They wouldn't, they didn't let rookie offensive linemen do that. Like, Orlando Pace, yeah. Uh, um, What's the uh, uh, Willie, Willie Willie Rolfe. 
Jonathan Ogden. Jonathan Ogden, yep. That's uh, Walter Jones. Jonathan Ogden may be the biggest uh, human being I've Todd ever seen. Todd Stussy. Uh, like, these are all, <laughs> all the people like, I played behind. Yeah, you, yeah, you had no chance. There's no, no way. There's no way. And they all went to the Pro Bowl. Er, Eric Allen. See, now here's the thing. Rich, by the way, Fox Football Sunday, Kelvin Washington, Ephraim Salam, hanging out with you again. I'm getting ready to put this poll up. I already put it up on Instagram. If you follow me, Caleb Live on Instagram, I'll do the same thing on Twitter in a moment here. And Ephraim Salam on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I just put up this question that we're having. I'll just state it and we'll move on. If someone brings to your job free food from the night before, in this case it happened to be pizza, shout out to Mark Willard, do you eat it? Simple question. It's on our uh, Instagram page. I'll put it up here in Twitter in a moment. I'll have Fox Sports Radio. I'll have them retweet it as well. Uh, so now I do want to say this. You had Lee put up some NBA on the on the screens here because you don't want to watch this Pro Bowl, which I'm not going to lie. It, it, honestly, watching it is very confusing. If I were a player, I've spent 24 or 5 years of my life playing hard nose, all out. That's how I got to this. And now I don't know, am I running somebody over? Am I tackling? Like, you see, guys, we and I were just watching a play a moment ago. They didn't know if it was over or not. <laughs> they literally didn't know if the play was over or not because someone was touched. But, uh, wait, is it flag football? Is it touch football? Is it real football? I don't know. So, yeah, it, I get why you don't you know want to watch this. But I also don't want to watch Cavaliers-Bulls. Why not? This has to be the worst game in the NBA right now. They suck. Somebody got to win. Boy, this is not Derrick Rose Chicago Bulls taking on LeBron's Cavaliers. Zach Levine taking on um, Sexton or whatever the yeah. rookie for uh, the Cavs. This is, oh, is I don't even know who this guy is in the NBA. Right? And we got Kings Clippers over here. You know what? The Kings are actually better. They're better than 500. 25, Clippers 24. are good. I hate Kings. saying that, yeah. but the yeah, Clippers yeah. are good. This game right here, I probably know, and I consider myself an NBA aficionado. I probably know three guys in this game. <laughs> And I think one of them is Horace Grant. What do you mean, Horace, Horace Grant? Horace Grant. He's not playing for the Bulls? I don't know who that this is. That is funny. Horace All right, so Grant. answer this question Bill, for Bill me. Bill Willington. Bill Winnington's out there. Luke, there's Luke. That's not Luke Longley for the Bulls right now? No. You can't tell me that's not Luke Longley. All right, answer this question. We talked about it a moment ago. And you were giving me your old eloquent, rational soliloquy on how you would be willing to move on from the NFC Championship game. And my question to you was – are you saying that now, hindsight, years away from the game, being on this side of the game, but if you were a Saints offensive lineman, would you feel differently? Would you would be, be able to say on the next day, maybe two days later, look, it happened, we could have made play here or there, let's get over, or would you still be upset? I'd be upset, but this isn't the first time that those players have felt like they've lost a game from a missed call or a bad call. It's just fresh. It's the Super Bowl. It's extremely difficult to get there. I understand, right? You feel that you had an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. You did everything you were supposed to. The call didn't go your way. I get it. I understand that fact. Harping on it doesn't change the fact. The commissioner's not, the commissioner's not going to come out and say, you know what? We made a mistake. We are going to replay that game or we are going to – Void out the Rams win and let the Saints. It's none of that's happening. What about him just come out and say something in the first place? How? Well, what about him right before the Pro Bowl come out there and say, "Hey, uh, look, we just want to address they, it." They already said they they blew it. They messed up. It's it is what it is. Human error. That that's what referees are. They're human. They made a mistake. That's what it is. 
No, and, I, and and that's what that's that's where we live right now. The question was this is bad. This yeah, the Pro Bowl is really bad. God, right now. So I, I, it's so bad. They just no. let a fullback run <laughs> seventy about 60. yards. A fullback. In what world does that happen? This is really that might have been his first catch ever. That was really bad. And he was eating pizza from someone else's home too. But no, so my, when you brought up what you said with uh, Roger Goodell and how he's not going to come out, I think I think with players and even fans of the game, one it was for him to just to come out and own it. Why? It's one of those things that I know you did it, just admit it kind of thing. Like I know they missed it, just come out and own it. Just so that – because if they're always talking about accountability, responsibility, and all of these things and shield and protection and being integrity, then come out and own it and we move on. Come out, own it, we move on. And, and, and put, a little, put a little sass in your voice too. Like, look, it happened, human error, look, we're moving on. And I think people would have moved on. Putting up billboards and suing the league – over a missed call, that doesn't seem a bit silly. Well, then you really like this. So the one of the referees that was uh, you know involved in that game, the NFC Championship, was Bill Vinovich, and so he was the head official of that game. And he, by the way, he said at least up until this point that he had not seen a replay, which I don't know how he has not seen a replay. I mean, where could what, he is not on Twitter, he's not on Instagram, he's not on Facebook, MySpace, BlackPeopleMeet.com. That's funny. Black Planet. Uh, Black Planet. <laughs> Farmers Only. Tender, I mean, he's not on anything. Match, J-date. Get, what, what's one? J date, bump. All right, I mean, all right. We, I think we, I think we've gotten it. We've gotten the point. He's not on anything. He has, and by the way, he doesn't have cable. He doesn't have Hulu. He doesn't have anything that he hadn't seen the replay. You accidentally see. He walks into his local Chili's and says, "Hey, Bob, it's me. Let me get a beer." And then he looks on the TV and it's right there. Like genuinely, that's impossible, right? For him not to see. He cannot have watched anything sports related, which is his job. So, but I said that to say, if you were really mad about people not getting on, players not getting over it, now the man can't even go to his other job, which is college basketball referee, which I didn't know he could do. I mean, he must, I mean, the minute the season was over, he was back on the job. He updated his LinkedIn page quickly. So he is refereeing a game um, last Thursday, BYU taking on St. Mary's, and there are signs everywhere, and somebody screams out to him. They say, hey, you know, didn't you see the call there? Of course, the non-call, he said, hey, I don't want to talk about that stuff. I wouldn't even acknowledge him. Why and then would he, you even buy? Why, why would you even buy him? Here it is, that? right here, in case you didn't. It's like responding to someone on Twitter. <laughs> why so, would you do um, that? They said, "Wasn't it pass interference?" You're showing you the video. He walks up to him. He says, "I don't want to talk about that stuff." And then if somebody had a sign up there as well, it said, "Bill, don't screw the Saints." And then these Saints, Saint Mary's, Saint right. Mary's Saints, don't screw these Saints, I should say. And then he also made them take the sign down. Isn't this the same referee that? 7,000 Rams fans petitioned for him not to ref the game because the Rams were 0-8 when he officiated a game. That would be him. Right? What are you saying? You can't fans have— Fans are irrational? Is that what you're saying? Right? Like, you look look, look at that, right? So, on one hand, you got—before the game, you got a group of fans that don't want him to officiate. After the game, you have the other group of fans— that said, he blew it. I get. I guarantee you, every single name on that petition to not have him officiate that game is happy that he officiated that game. Oh, for sure they are. And that's why you can't buy into how fans feel and what they're saying because they will flip like a missed call or a flip of a coin. You period. know what? You know what else I laughed at? And Lee, jump in here. Correct me if I'm wrong. So four of the referees involved in that game were from the L.A. area. That is correct. SoCal area. SoCal area. So 
Before I even knew that, I said before that this looks like how you get conspiracy theories. You got L.A., and they're getting ready to go into this massive stadium in 2020, and people are saying that, you know, they need some more love in L.A. and more, you know, people need to see what they do more and blah, blah, blah. Get L.A., the number two market in the country. Get them in the Super Bowl. So that's, that's exactly how you get conspiracy theories already. I was thinking that. Like, I don't believe it, but that's how you get that. And then you tell me that we got four referees from the SoCal area. That didn't help at all. Let me ask you this. Yes. What if the Saints go marching in when it was a minute and 50 seconds left in the game? What if they would have run the ball, made the Rams use both of their timeouts, either scored a touchdown or kicked a field goal to go up, and left 45 seconds left on the clock for the Rams to try to go the other direction and tie it up or or win the game. What if they would have done that instead of have two incomplete passes out of three plays? Hmm. What would have happened? What would have happened? Which is another reason why the Saints can't complain, though. <laughs> another reason. To me, it was just – and I like Coach Payton. I know him well. He was my coach in college. That was a terrible call. It's a terrible call. You got Alvin Kamara. You have Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. And you want to pass the ball. Two things, three things can happen when you pass the ball. Two of them are bad. Go figure. Well, the bad thing happened, clearly not into it. So I I do want to move on the other side. Please. Uh, I want to move on away from this and talk about somebody that looks like he's headed to the Hall of Fame, but it looks like he might have to be doing the second half of his career on another team. That's Antonio Brown. We'll talk about that next after we get what's trending with Ilo. What's up, brother? Good afternoon, Kelvin and Ephraim. The New England Patriots have arrived in Atlanta for Super Bowl 53. Their team plane landed just over one hour ago, and they have already arrived at their team hotel in downtown Atlanta. Now, earlier today, the Patriots held a send-off rally at Gillette Stadium, and we know that while the Patriots are championship caliber on the field, they're not exactly championship caliber with speeches at rallies. For example, here was Bill Belichick at a Super Bowl rally a few years ago. No days off. No days off. No days off. Go Pats! Yeah, you tell them there, Bill. Well, today it was Tom Brady's turn on the stage to fire up the fans and... Judge for yourself. Let's let them hear it all the way down to Atlanta. We're still here. 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 Meanwhile, the Rams team plane has just crossed into Oklahoma and will land in Atlanta about two hours from now. On the field right now at the Pro Bowl, the AFC has just taken a 26-7 lead over the NFC with the conversion pending with 19 seconds left to play in the fourth quarter. Off the field, Ian Rappaport reporting today that Washington believes that quarterback Alex Smith will miss all of next season because of his broken leg and they will be pleasantly surprised if he's able to play it all next year. College Hoops, Purdue upset number six, Michigan State today, 73-63 to at the Australian Open. Novak Djokovic defeated Rafael Nadal in straight sets in the men's final. In golf in the final round of the Farmers Insurance Open, Justin Rose has a three-shot lead at 19 under par overall. Today he's one under through 14. Tiger Woods shot a five under 67 today, so he finishes at minus 10, nine shots off the lead. Back to Kelvin Washington and Ephraim Salam. 
come in 10 seconds. But first, a word from farmers. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Kelvin and Ephraim. Hey, thank you, Isaac. And uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, so I want to get to uh, Antonio Brown and what's been going on in Pittsburgh. And uh, it was a, a really horrible season for them in so many ways. It looks like Le'Veon Bell won't be with the team. And now it looks like Antonio Brown to have to figure out something they'll do with him. So you arguably use lose your top two best offensive players. Uh, obviously, Big Ben is Big Ben, but these two guys are kind of what you were banking on uh, to be you know doing having lifting heavy lifting with your team. So now you had the bust. Jerome Bettis come out and say, "Look, this is a typical situation because what he meant to the team, what he meant to the city. Obviously, productivity, seven Pro Bowls. We know what he's capable of doing." He said, but this is just a bad thing, and I'm worried that it will hurt his legacy, that this will be how he's remembered in Pittsburgh, is that people remember how it went down and obviously the rift between he and the coach and the team and the organization. So the question I have for you is, Antonio Brown's talent, a very steady organization throughout its history, only had, what, two, three coaches in the last 30, 50 years. Um, Is this fixable? Is this something a little, nothing, maybe a little time separated with Hill? A little time away, step away from the game, go find yourself, maybe get a little, you know, in, introspective, if you will, and then come back and we'll be good. Or is this ship already sailed and they're moving on from Le'Veon Bell and they're moving on from Antonio Brown? Well, they're definitely moving on from Le'Veon Bell. That's that's a done deal. Uh, you know, when you have players come out and and and, and talk bad about a player, then that's different than having a disagreement with coaches for us in the locker room it was always us against them downstairs against upstairs that's what it was there's a solidarity with people in that locker room uh, a brotherhood one thing you don't do is you don't ever count somebody else's pocket and you never ne- speak on their contract and what they're making we saw those things happen um during the course of the season where offensive linemen came out and had things to say about Le'Veon Bell and what he was making, which is a no-no to me. I mean, that's just, you know, it's, it's no getting away from that. That that was ridiculous. And I, I just think that ship is sailed there. I think with the Antonio Brown, I think there is a lack of maturity in Antonio's part. And if I'm a guy on that team, I can't trust you as a player. I don't care how good you are. I don't trust you to the last week of the season in a must-win game, right? We need help, but we must win this game. You're our best receiver, and you decide that you don't want to show up for practice, right? Like, I, I can't trust you. That you, you. Hey, man, we're professional athletes. You have disagreements with management all the time but we're here to do a job. If I can't trust you to be available and to do the job to help us, not them, us, then I can't I can't feel comfortable with you and your talent because I can't count on you. And that's where I stand. If I can't count on you as a player, then I'm good. Let we me need to, we need to keep it keep it moving. And you know you know what else? Twitter and social media specifically, uh Twitter has become such a an ally 
and a hindrance for players. Uh, it, gift and the curse. It's the gift and the curse, absolutely. Because on one end, and you, I'm speaking for you, jump in and let me know if I'm wrong, but I think a lot of players have enjoyed it to say, no, 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 this is how I feel. I don't have to have, you know, I cut out mm-hmm. the middleman. I don't have to go through a reporter, go through a beat writer. I can tell you exactly how I feel right now, and I feel X. Or I can use this for my brand, right? Uh, I'll give you a great example. Joel Embiid. Before he became the Joel Embiid we know now, a heck of a player, top 10 arguably in the league, Joel Embiid was a great Twitter follower, right? It started to kind of gain momentum along with him coming back and getting healthy. And so it was a great uh, meeting, if you will, where he's great on Twitter, he's great on social media, he's funny, and he's gr- and now he's becoming a great player. And it was just an g- explosion of Joel Embiid, you know, from all the Rihanna talk and all these little funny things, getting into little Twitter beefs with other players. He was just, he's a great follower. My point is, there's those are the good things with it. And obviously with that comes ability to get some, uh, you know, endorsement deals because you're good on social media and obviously you have to be a good player too. And the other end of it is guys like Le'Veon Bell specifically will stay with the Steelers. Remember Le'Veon Bell tweeted the eyes when the Steelers lost in overtime or they tied in overtime, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, with the Browns, and he and he just put out the eyes as if to say I'm watching. Then he said, no, I was watching an NBA game. He said he was watching something else. Like, no, dude, we know what you're doing here. And even if, let's say, let's take the man for his own words. The fact is, again, this is a downside. Now we can speculate because we don't know exactly what you meant by that. And then you have Antonio Brown tweet out, open for business. The other day, he tweeted that out January 24th, a few days back. Now, he could say that was for anything. I, I did it for endorsements, you know, to say I'm open for it. We don't know. But again, it allows for us to speculate. And it allows, as you just mentioned, for his teammates to see this. And be like, dude, what you, dude I'm, I've been in, maybe I've been in the coach's office. You don't even know. General manager's like, look, man, we need him. He's our best player. We need him. But now how do I feel when you're open for business and all these other little subtweets, if you keep reading through his Twitter line, there's a lot of subtweets going on. I ain't, I'm moving on, man. We We have to move on. So... Get what you can for him. He's a top tier talent in the NFL. Get get some some valuable assets. Get some draft picks, whatever. But I think that relationship is frayed because the trust isn't there. Not only with management, but the trust isn't there with the guys you need the trust from, and those are the players. But why, I guess I'm confused on why. Like he's had a heck of a run with Big Ben. They put up crazy numbers over the last five years plus. I mean, they've been a team that none of us would be shocked if they were to make it to a Super Bowl. So I don't get where did where did they go wrong? I mean, Mike Tomlin has been a, it seems to be a very player friendly coach. Um, you know, again, it's not as if you have a bum for a quarterback where you're just saying, you know, man, if only I had like for instance, if this were um, the, Hopkins with the Texans. You can see where he would be upset. Like up until the last couple of years, he didn't have a quarterback, and he's just out there every year. Deshaun, Hopkins hey just- man, it's all about being mature and immature. Antonio Brown has shown a propensity to be immature. Facebook Live from the locker yeah. room, yeah, right. Like the, these, this isn't new, right? This this behavior is new. Been getting away with this for a long time. That's been one of the criticisms of Mike Tomlin. Is it's not very buttoned up over there, right? It's it's. It's kind of a free-for-all. Guys yeah, are doing whatever they want to do over there, and that comes from the players. That came from – James Harrison said that. said, I left there, and I went to the Patriots, and I was like, whoa. They got this thing rolling over here. It's buttoned up. It's accountability. My previous employer, meaning the Steelers, it was kind of whatever. Right? So if you uh, continue to let people get – you think Antonio Brown, if he was on the Patriots, he'd be able to do what he do, he's doing? And if he did, he'd be gone. No, it, we wouldn't be having this conversation, what do you do with him? We would right? all know so he that's, was gone. So let's get to the root of it. The immature behavior, right? The the lack of respect for 
coaches, other players, you put yourself in this situation to where now you think your talent is greater than your responsibility to your teammates and to your team. And therein lies the problem. I had the great I had the great pleasure and privilege to play with some of the great receivers in this league. Andre Johnson, he would have never done anything like this. Oh, no, we wouldn't we don't even hear. We still haven't heard from him. Rod Smith, never done anything like this. Calvin Johnson would have never done anything like this. Jimmy Smith, never done these are the people in the locker room that were leaders in the locker room, right? Their actions on the field is what caused people to be led by them. And we're not seeing that, right? Antonio Brown was great on the field until he gave gave up on his teammates. You're right. And I would say this, as much as as talented as he is, single-handedly having a wide receiver that's great does not mean anything, unfortunately. Because you've seen, you just mentioned it. Obviously, formerly I was How a Detroit Lions How about Jason Witten just broke the, the Pro Bowl trophy? Did he really? Yes. Is that why he looks embarrassed? Yes. This is all bad. <laughs> this is, as a matter of fact, we need, I need you to fix. All right. When we come back, can you fix the Pro Bowl? Uh, yes. All right. Fix the Pro Bowl for us, please. We want to hear that. And also give you an update again on Alex Smith, the possibility of him not playing next year. We'll give that to you next. You've heard Isaac Lowenkron tell you that moments ago. Kelvin Washington, E from Salam, Fox Sports Radio. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Fox Football Sunday with Ephraim Salam. I'm Kelvin Washington. Thanks for hanging out with the guys. Again, we are a week away from Super Bowl 53. Excited about that. One thing I'm not <laughs> excited about is listening to Tom Brady Speak at a rally. That's not. We're the guy. still we're here. Sti- <laughs> we're still here. That's not. We're. That's, that's not the guy. Now Robert Kraft has been hanging with one of my favorite rappers right now, a whole lot. Anybody know who I'm talking about? Anybody? Anybody? Jay Z. No. Well, yes, Jay Z. Yes, Meek yeah, Mill. Meek Mill. Exactly. You're telling me he couldn't get Meek or Jay to come up there and do something? We're still here. No, nah, because Meek Mills and, and Jay-Z, they don't like the Patriots. They like the owner. They they'll, don't like the Patriots. They'll anybody, show up if they win anybody, the Super Bowl. I've seen cheering for the Patriots. Rick Ross stays hanging out with Robert Kraft and showing up at the Patriots. So he can get somebody. Rick Ross, Jay-Z, Meek Mills, yeah, somebody. Ain't nothing, wrong, ain't nothing wrong with hanging out with billionaires, man. Oh, I'm not mad right? at all. But I that mean, don't mean you got to like their team. We're, well, you know what? We're we know where Meek is. Matter Meek of is fact. With, Meek, Meek is with, uh, with, with the Billy Eagles. now. No, we know that. But he's hanging out with Bob Kraft. He could have just Bob Kraft got to help get him out of jail. So he I did, hang out hey, with him too. Yeah, hey, hey, I have no problem with that. Uh, by, but, the way, but, by the way, but Alex, I will say this. I didn't mean to cut you off. They're hanging out because they have an initiative and the pro, uh, platform that they put together. It's a great point. You just, I just started following them. They yeah. are on Instagram. They have a, it's a reform uh, reform re- reform page. I yep. think the exact name of the handle on Instagram. They're doing a lot of great things too for uh, prison reform and some great stuff. So you're right on, on a serious note. Um, every time we're back, Alex, maybe maybe just top of that. I need we're still here, okay? Because Ephraim Salam, Kelvin Washington, we're still here. All right, I got I, that. I need that when we come. Well, back. I mean, Ephraim was still here. Ah, uh, you, you know what? Yeah, yeah I set e- that Ephraim one up. has definitely been here. I yeah. set that one up. Some of us, we've been you know, here. We have priorities. We still here. How, right? how, okay, how's how have the last couple of months been, guys? I've been, I've been, I've been here, going, so it's been good. Uh, uh, it's been great. Great yeah, point. Man. Great point. You know, hey man, that uh, there's that football mentality. Hey. Next man Next up. Next man up, baby. Next man up. I, I needed you to say, no, nah, man, it hasn't been the same without you. Nope. 
Not going to do man. that. Not That's what I that. wanted to hear. Nah, I'm, nah, I'm cool. You old next man up, you. Hey, fix, the, man. fix. we got a couple of things before we break. Fix the Pro Bowl. They need to stop making it about the game and stop making it. start making it an experience, right? You get 10, 8 to 10 of the hottest groups, bands, performers, right? Make it an experience. Make it a, a, a thing for the, the the players and the fans to interact, right? Not just a competition on the field. All of that's fine and dandy. It, it, it is what it is. But if you paid each player – 45 grand, right? You brought all of these people out to put it back in Hawaii or wherever you want to have it and make it a spectacle. We're going to have a we, uh, a weekend concert. Some of your favorite bands, some of your favorite artists get to hang out with the players, make it a, a more interactive experience, right? Instead of making it about a bad football game. The Pro Bowls, you guys accomplished a lot. You guys get to be honored. So let's honor them. Let's, you know... Do that for the Friday, the Saturday, the Sunday. If you want to play the game, then you up the stakes, right? You up the right. stakes. Everybody on the winning team gets to get this car, whatever sponsorship, whatever that is. They get this car and a hundred grand for every guy, right? And they can afford it. That's not a, that'd be right. Losers get nothing. Ooh. Yeah, we playing now, right? So now, now you get an experience. You get Friday, Saturday of this experience. Very interactive. You get to listen to some good music, some fantastic parties, right? You've already been paid forty-five grand each from both sides. And then to play into the game, play in the game, each player who wins gets a car and a hundred grand. I bet we see football. You get nothing. Guess what? Okay. The NFL can afford it because sponsors would pay for it all. You're right. And I, I like that. And and I think to your point, it reminds me of the NBA All-Star Weekend. Everybody goes to, first of all, is no also known as, a.k.a. Black Mardi Gras. Because it is just that. There's a, there's the parties, there's all these things going on, you can see the people, and then there are the other things. Not just the game, but the dunk contest is great, the three-point contest, so it's, it's a whole weekend of experience. So I like where you're going with that. Except the NFL won't listen to you. They've not known what to do would with the Pro Bowl for the 25 problem? years. It would solve the problem. Seriously. And you fixed it in 35 seconds. But I feel like if you took you only 35 seconds, it's going to take them 35 years to fix. So I don't know about that's going to happen. LeBron James or LeBron LeGM. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Ephraim Salam, Kelvin Washington with you. Thank you for sticking with us. Ephraim Salam, Kato live on uh, social media for us. We do have a poll up there currently. Do you want to update the poll? Yeah, I'll update the poll. Okay, you So update. the poll is uh, if, you, if, if someone brought food into the job from the day before, would you eat it? Essentially, would you eat someone else's leftovers if they brought it for for the co-workers at your job? It's eat, eat, or heck no. Right now, it's 55% people out there saying heck no. That's close. Now, um, it's, what's funny about that is on Instagram, it's the opposite way. Right now, now there's, much, there's, there's more votes for sure on Twitter. That's, let me be clear on that. But right now it is 88% eat, eat. I'm sorry, 83% eat, eat on Instagram. Yeah, it's only five people who voted, though, and four of them said eat, eat. So I try to skew the numbers. My right, way. I know, exactly. Hey, Alex, whose side are you on here, okay? 
I'm sorry. I'm just going with the facts. The facts are, I can't wait to the end of this to see. And this all started for those who just tuned in because Mark Willard so kindly brought in pizza for everyone in the studio from his son's birthday party yesterday. <laughs> That's all. He just said, hey, guys, before I leave, there's some pizza. My and wife told proceeded- me to clean out the refrigerator. <laughs> and then you proceeded to belittle the man. Uh, my wife told me to clean out the refrigerator. Yet everyone has eaten the pizza. And actually, as long as there's some donuts. Not everybody. Did you eat the pizza? No, I didn't eat the pizza. Okay, then. Well, you over here, I boo- didn't eat the pizza because there's all the pizzas gone. Oh, everyone right. Ate, no, it the was pizza. a pizza in there. It was a pizza in Isaac there. Isaac ate the pizza. Alex said he would have had it been vegan. If it was vegan, yeah, but I didn't touch this one. But it wasn't vegan, but it would have. You would. It would have. If it was vegan, you would have eaten if, it. And then if Lee if was a fifth. In, yeah. Yeah, if was a fifth. So, all right, you can jump in on that if you'd like to. So, uh, the Lakers have, are, of course, once the minute we found out LeBron was going to be here, they're already the Lakers. They already get discussed. They already get talked about. They already get nationally televised games. But things were starting to slow down a bit. Then, boom, King James decides to make L.A. his home, uh, officially as far as playing, that is, because he already had a home out here. And now, all of a sudden, of course, they become talk of the NBA landscape again. Started off pretty well. They were, I think, 20-14. and 14 why, when he was playing, and that wasn't even without the, with their starting five. If you remember, Rondo was injured early. Then Brandon Ingram was throwing punches and getting kicked out of games. So they really haven't had the true starting five that they want on the on the court for a very long extended uh, point of time. So now all of a sudden they're struggling without him. I believe they're like four and ten without him, uh, and it's been rough. And not only that, more importantly, is these young players who are playing are supposed to be assets, and they haven't been playing that well to where you can start to dangle them. Now, obviously, we all know they're still talented, and obviously there are teams who will be still interested, but that is an issue. You know, guys are starting to kind of expose themselves a bit. If we look at you long enough, we find your flaws, right? And then the other side is, I ain't hire them. And that is Magic Johnson, Rob Palenka, got into this position as president of basketball and general manager, and they didn't bring in Luke Walton. And then LeBron James, who many say is a coach killer, and many people always say, you know, hey, watch your head on a swivel if you're LeBron's coach. Now all of a sudden it's coming out here that people are saying his camp is making it known, not even secretively, that, hey, we might want somebody else to be the head coach of this team. And I thought about this for a second, Ephraim. Now, granted, this is in the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s where it has happened most, and I think I haven't even seen it happen since the 70s. But what about a player coach? No. Why at this point we all know LeBron coaches his team anyway. He bumps Eric Spolster out the way. Big dog, excuse me. He gets David Black. Oh, heck of a coach. Gets him to the final. Then he's gone. I mean, all these it, Tyron Lue is gone the minute LeBron leaves. So why not just say LeBron, go ahead and coach the team. I think the last player coach was Tree Rollins with Orlando. He was a he was a player and an assistant coach. Uh, well, that made it easier because he didn't play. But that <laughs> that takes me back to, uh, I want to say, Bill Russell. Celtic Bill Russell. Bill yeah. Russell. Bill uh, Russell. Lenny Wilkins did it as well. There's a few of uh, Dave Cowens did it, a few other NBA players. Yeah, it's done a different it. time. It is. I, it is. And and yeah, LeBron has a lot of say so in all of that. Um, I I don't think Luke Walton is the right fit for this team. I don't think Magic. Palenka or LeBron feels that way. Uh, I think they wanted uh, David Fisdale, but he took the the Knicks job. Mm. 
So we'll see how this plays out. You talk about made a mistake. Yeah. Any other job in the NBA is better than that, just about except maybe the Cavs post-LeBron. But just getting LeBron James healthy and back on the court is their main priority right now because it's a different team when when he's out there. They were in the fourth spot until he got hurt. Now they're at the ninth spot. So I get that. I understand that. This was a, a, a tremendous opportunity for Brandon Ingram to show up and show he could lead. He's not that guy. I think what has happened is we've seen guys play themselves into being tradable assets, right? So last year, Brandon Ingram wasn't on the table in any package for a trade. They were like, no. This year, I believe he is in a package to be traded, as well as Lonzo Ball. I think Kyle Kuzma has shown himself to be a legitimate number two. Uh, His growth from year one to two has been tremendous. Uh, He's an extremely hard worker. I think Lance Stevenson coming off the bench adds a a, a bit of spark. Zubak has showed he can start. He can come off the bench. He's very productive as a big man. And Tyson Chandler is, 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 you know, the type of leader. He's playing his role. You know, the type of leader this team needs. And uh, JaVale McGee has played extremely well, right? So now you have KCP, who's a a good outside uh, three-point shooter and uh, a defensive guy. And Josh Hart, who has shown he can come in and give you great minutes. The two that you wanted the most out of, Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram, they haven't taken that next step, which I believe makes them extremely tradable. The issue with the Lakers is a good issue to have in that you have the best player in the world. Now, a key part is getting them healthy because even though they're not in the playoff race right now, they're only a couple of games out. And when LeBron comes back, along with those guys you just mentioned, they could go. None of us would be shocked if in 25 games they end up winning, you know, 17 and eight or something like that, and getting themselves right back in it, top five, top six seed. Um, because he's he's capable of doing that, especially if he just goes, oh, rested long enough, let me go put it into overdrive. The challenge with what the Lakers have put themselves is in, in, in a gambling spot. Do we gamble that once LeBron comes back and these young players, obviously, is going to boost everybody. It's like if you play a video game, 2K or any game, their attributes, their ratings are going to automatically take a boost because he's back. Um, do we gamble on that, that these guys will get better and we'll ride this season out and see what we can do in the postseason? Because remember... Christmas Day, they were smacking up the Warriors with LeBron, smacked them up even more without him. So you can say, man, and again, there was no DeMarcus Cousins, and I'm not saying I would choose them again in, four, in a game, you know, to win four games out of seven against the Warriors. What I'm simply saying is you could say if you're the, the Lakers, all right, we get LeBron back, get healthy, get some games on our belt, head into the postseason, you never know. Or do you say the reason why we stockpiled these young players, the reason why we've allowed them to, to play and to really see what we have is to then use them as asset, assets. So they find themselves in a really difficult space. Do we continue with what we have and see what we can do, or do we trade somebody? And then you mentioned it, Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball are their two youngest players. Mm-hmm. And therein lies the challenge that their two most promising, the guys you wanted the most from, are also your youngest. So you would like to give them more time so that you can, quote-unquote, Philadelphia 76ers, trust the process. But I don't have time because I brought in LeBron James, and I've only got three and a half years left with him. Right. And right. maybe not that long if, you know, if he's, if there's a decline. Obviously, he's not going to be steep, but if there's a decline where he's not that guy anymore. So it's going to be really difficult to see what, you know, what Magic and, and the guys want to do. 
Another guy I was thinking of specifically, you mentioned uh, from the coaching end, David Fizzo, Mark Jackson. Yep. Always here in L.A., lives here. You know, was had a lot of success with the Warriors. A lot of people feel like he was the key that kind of got them rolling. Steve Kerr is benefiting from that. I don't necessarily buy into that, uh, but he had some great success with them. And Mark Jackson seems to be a guy that I wonder if people will be, you know, if the Lakers will be interested in. And Brian Shaw, he's on staff already. So if they were to make a move before they can lock in a head coach, he'd be a great option for an interim head coach to see uh, if they would want him to, to uh, be extended. Brian Shaw is a tremendous, a, a remarkable basketball mind. This He'll is, be far greater coach than he was a player. This was par for course when you signed on LeBron. Yes. It, because LeBron's at the place in his career, has been for quite some time. The minute something going right, he can say, make a change. Get this player out of here. I mean, remember the Cavs all of a sudden right before the trade deadline got rid of everybody? Derrick Rose and uh, uh, all these other guys they brought in, you know, some of the, the half the Lakers roster seemed like went to the, the Cavaliers. So LeBron is able to do that and say, and so once Luke Walton knew that LeBron was coming, that was like the the best and worst news he ever received. The best because, hey, I got a shot all of a sudden to go from a team that, man, as long as they can win and keep, you know, maybe win 40 games, we'll be happy, to, oh, shoot, I might be able to get in the postseason to make some noise, to, oh, now I better get in the postseason to make some noise and better go the way it's supposed to go because they didn't hire me and LeBron didn't co-sign for me. And you need those things, especially in the NBA. What do we see all the time in the NFL? New GM wants his coach. New coach wants his quarterback. And the same thing seems to apply in the NBA, superstar wants his coach. So I don't know. Luke Walton, I don't, you mentioned he's not the answer. I don't know. Quickly, before we break, is there a specific reason why his in what you're seeing from his coaching style? Yeah, I don't like his adjustments. I don't like his late-game adjustments. I have, uh, I have another answer. Go ahead. Early on, um, they were losing games that they were up by 9, 10 mm-hmm. points with two minutes left. I just don't like the way he manages the game as a coach. I, I, I think he's uh, too passive. And I, I need more out of him. When you have that type of talent on the court, I need, I need more out of him. I need more of that. For me, I, I definitely get what you're going, you were saying there. For me, the other thing was, and this is this is a whole totality of an organization, but development. Yeah, the lack Brandon, of, la- and that and it's development. And then you say, well, what is the development? In this case, it's lack of development because at some point, I should see more from Brandon Ingram. I should see more from Lonzo Ball. Yes, the players are held accountable for this, but you should be finding a way to get more out of them. Yeah, look night what, in, night out. I shouldn't have to. We all go. Well, if Lonzo hits a play, hits a bucket or two, or if the crowd gets into it, then he'll play. I need to be able to get you to play from jump, and I think that's a part of the again part of coaching. I got to find a way to get this guy going. If it's calling plays early on, whatever it is, I have to get the best out of these two number two draft picks more regularly and more frequently. Look how big a step D'Angelo Russell took in terms of the type yeah. of player he is after leaving Los Angeles. That's all I'm saying, right? Like, they shipped him off for Lonzo Ball. Now, he's a borderline all-star, and Lonzo Ball can't shoot free throws. So, there you have it. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to remedy that, too. I don't know if this AAU or something. What's going on? Are they just skipping free throw practice in AAU? They can Are they just threes. saying go home? They like can shoot threes and cross you over, but they can't make a free throw to save their life, man. Can't Goodness shoot gracious! Free throws. Hey, a lot more NFL talk to get you ready. Of course, Super Bowl is probably exactly twenty four hours away. Looks like about exactly twenty four hours away. Adam Kaplan is going to join us from SiriusXM NFL Insider. Super He's Bowl help is twenty four hours away. I'm sorry, uh, exactly seven days away. Exactly I'm like, where? 
Well, that'd be yeah. That, maybe, well, if you showed up more, we wouldn't have these problems. <laughs> Just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> I can't stand you. Adam Kaplan's <laughs> gonna join us next. We'll ask him the latest again, talking about Alex Smith and what the Redskins should do if he is out the remainder of next season. We'll do that next. Fox Sports Radio. I think he misremembers. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. <laughs> this is a much better version than Tom Brady's We're Still Here. Yeah, I, I can't argue that. Yeah, I, I'll take Drake over Tom Brady's whistle here any day. 
Hey, uh, Fox Football Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. E from Salam, Kelvin Washington with you. Getting ready, of course, for Super Bowl 53. Patriots, Rams. This is not Kurt Warner walking through that door. It's Jared Goff. Yeah, it's still the same quarterback on the other side. But speaking of quarterbacks, I want to talk about that with someone right now, Adam Kaplan, who is joining us, SiriusXM NFL Insider. Adam, how are you, man? Guys, good to talk to you today. Appreciate it. I want to get right into uh, something we talked about a little bit, but we haven't had a chance to really dive into it. Help us understand what the Redskins are going through with uh, Alex Smith looking as though there's a chance he may not play all of next year and how they're moving forward as if he's not going to play here. After Alex's surgery, which was more involved than people knew at the time and the complications from it, his rehab is going to take him well into the spring and to the summer. They're not counting on him to play, so they're looking at their options right now. This is certainly not what they were expecting at the time of the injury. They knew it was going to be bad, but once they went in and, and the doctor saw everything and had to fix it, it turned out to be really one of the worst injuries we can remember in a long time. Uh, I mean, really bad. It's, it's unfortunate, uh, this injury for Alex Smith. And when you look at the Redskins' situation, they just don't have a developmental quarterback. You might re- remember Nate Sudfeld, who was a six-round pick. A couple years ago, the Redskins wound up cutting him, and Sudfeld wound up signing to the Eagles' practice squad. And talking to the Eagles, they absolutely love him. He's a restricted free agent. Wouldn't surprise me at all if they used a second-round tender on Nate Sudfeld. So what do you think they should do like in terms of free agent market uh, for quarterbacks? Ephraim, it's not a good market. Uh, we'll find out within the next two weeks whether Nick Foles will, will be an a free agent or not because uh, the Eagles have to roll over his option or to decline it by February 10th. So we'll, we'll learn there. Now, if he becomes a free agent, he's going to have a lot of teams involved, probably yeah. half a dozen teams. Uh, so he's probably going to be one of the top free agents. It, it's not – I think when you really look at it, the, the, the free agents expected to make it to market are not very good. And as, as we all know, it's rare that someone of, of like Kirk Cousins ilk, but because of the franchise tag and what happened with it, he became available. But other than Nick Foles, it's really not a good group of free agents uh, this, this time around. Do they go do they, with that 15th pick in the draft? Do they f- try to find a quarterback at that? Will they reach for someone like a Kyler Murray, uh, who, in my opinion, is not a first round draft pick quarterback? He's not a quarterback in the NFL at all, but, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I've been gone a couple of months. I'm just now hearing this. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Five, uh, eight and a half, five, nine, 175 pound starting quarterback in the NFL. I'm not buying it. Doug Flutie was one. You know, Adam, you break it down for him. He and I will argue about this for the next hour and a half. You know, Murray's an interesting player. There's no doubt about it. Playmaker, there's a lot he can do, but he is Ephraim said he is small. There, there, there's no question. We're going to learn about how, what his real size is at the combine. That's, right. where, get, that's yes. where he's going to get measured, and we're going to learn a lot more about him. But this draft is interesting. So I just got back from the senior ball a couple of days ago. In terms of senior quarterbacks, I think Daniel Jones will go somewhere in the first round. He had a very good week. Uh, practice uh, practices, the three practices. He did a good job, and he's a guy out of Duke who, when you look at who his coach is, David Cutcliffe, who coached Dave, uh, Peyton Manning at, at, at Tennessee. This is not a great year, though, to, if you want a quarterback, this is not, right now as we speak, not projected to be a great year for for the quarterback position. Probably better in the rounds, probably two through four than it is for the first round. But I think, by the way, we just mentioned the Redskins. They've got to draft a quarterback there this year. They, they, that's a team, the Jaguars, as we know. Um, there are probably six or seven teams that need a developmental quarterback, and Washington would be one of them.
Adam Kaplan is our guest, NFL insider, SiriusXM. Adam, uh, help me break down. We were talking about this a little bit earlier. Antonio Brown, this is this went from, oh, maybe the media is just making too much of it. Uh, remember what he said about uh, me and Ben are like Wi-Fi. You know, we're always there even though sometimes we're not connected. I thought that was a clever line. But now we see you know, something truly is going on, and it's seeming like he is trying to find a way out of Pittsburgh. What is the latest? What say you? Yeah, as a league source told me at the time, he said, look, there, there's a – there's sort of a point of no return, and the, the the Steelers will do all that they can to move them, but they're not going to. They're not at the point where they're desperate that they're they're going to just start start being very aggressive trying to get offers. It's really not the way it works. You listen. Teams know he's available. We're not even at the the, the Super Bowl yet. Uh, the, the the they can't trade him until March 13th. So I expect sometime in late February, early March is when I think they're going to get some significant offers. I do. I think in the end they'll get at least a second for him. I know that he turns 31 years old. I get all that. But you're talking about arguably the NFL's best receiver. Now, we do know over time, this, it's not like Major League Baseball. We could change leagues and do really well depending on the position. Wide receiver players don't typically do as well when they're traded because they're changing schemes and quarterbacks and terminology. It's not easy to do that. But he's such a smart football player and so tough. He just needs to change the scenery, but I also would tell you teams have to find out what's the real story and why is he really on the block, what happened with, with uh, Brown and the Steelers. I think that, that's the first thing, that if you're going to trade for him, you've got to have pretty good information there. Yeah, I just think it's a case of immaturity. I, I, I think he's never been checked, his behavior has never been checked, and now it's kind of like it's run amok, right? If you don't check the star, then the star gets to feel like he's bigger than the program. The fact that he gave up on his teammates that uh, the last week of the season decided he didn't want to practice and then wanted to just show up and, and play. I, I mean, as a former player, that doesn't sit well for me. In fact, that's what I was talking about when, when I was I was told by a really good source. That was the point of no return. There's like a line you don't cross. When you're not there, and they, though they went up winning that game against the Bengals for week 17, and you, you, you're, going in, you're going in knowing that you really need to win that game, and you don't show up, until Sunday, and you're thinking that they're going to let you play. I mean, that's just that's just not the way you go about your business, and that that's the way the league sees them. You're absolutely right. You can't do that. And now that's why I said the question is: if you're a team that wants them, you got you got to get the right information here. You got to figure out what happened and why it happened. Hey, Adam, we'll get you out here in just a second. We got we couldn't have you here without talking about, of course, the Super Bowl. So without having you here too much longer, help us break down, maybe if you get one takeaway from the Patriots side, one takeaway from the Rams and what you're looking for in order for them to have some success in the game. Yeah, I think with, with, with the Patriots, I, I, I think that, and I love the way that they morphed into a different defense. That's what, against Kansas City, because quite frank, frankly, the Patriots defense really never – it, it was just not a defense that teams really worried about. What you're always concerned about is what is Belichick and Brian Flores going to bring in to the game. I, my takeaway for both teams is coaching. I think coaches versus coaches. It's it's Wade Phillips versus Josh McDaniels. It's it's Flores and Belichick running the defense versus Sean McVay. And then how does Sean McVay handle his first time as a head coach in this game? We saw Doug Peterson of the Eagles really handle it. Now he's significantly older than Sean McVay, though McVay is very mature for his age. How does McVay handle this in preparation? What does he have in store for the Patriots that they haven't seen before? That's the key to me, because I thought last year in the Super Bowl, 
not only did Doug Peterson, the Eagles head coach, who was also their play caller, bring, bring in something that the Patriots have not seen, they were relentless. And you've got to be relentless because you just have to assume Brady's going to be at his best. For, for, I, I give the Rams a puncher's chance here, but I think experience matters here. And I, I certainly would side to the Patriots in this game. Oh, come on. <laughs> Killing me. <laughs> Yeah, what do you want me? What can I tell you? I got I you. I get it. Year. I understand. I understand. I picked the Patriots last year. I mean, Doug Peterson shocked me. <laughs> well, look if you keep if you pick the Patriots every time, you're up. Uh, you're, you're up r- right now. Right. By the way, I picked the Patriots to play the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Just so you know, last year. I mean, excuse me, coming into the season. So, oh, did you? Yeah. Well, the Falcons got hurt, and then uh, look, the Patriots. I, I just never count them out, and I don't care what anyone said. You know, people are talking mid-season how Brady might be finished. I don't know. The guy, the guy has a couple subpar games, and all of a sudden the guy can't play anymore. I don't know why people say that. Yeah, right, it, it's always been like that, right? Like they, it, it, it's always, you know, oh, one bad game, he's off. It's happened a couple years ago. And the next game out, he came out and, and threw for six touchdowns or something like that. It, it's crazy it, like that. We see it with a lot of good quarterbacks in this league. Ben Roethlisberger, remember he played against last year. Uh, he played against. Uh, the Jaguars and threw five interceptions, and then yeah. the next game he had seven touchdowns. Like it, it's it just we're yeah, so quick to jump to conclusions. We absolutely are, Adam. We appreciate you joining us, Thanks, man. Adam. Hopefully, we'll talk to you again uh, before the big game. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Adam Kaplan there uh, again, SiriusXM and NFL Insider. Appreciate that. Uh, what am I looking at here? What did that say? It says, "Please watch Jason Witten <laughs> accidentally break the Pro Bowl <laughs> trophy." <laughs> Yo, he had a rough year. He was just really starting to find his way with Monday Night Football. Was he really trying to starting to find his well, way? Well, trying to find his way. And now he's broke. Now he broke the Pro Bowl trophy. Just not going, not going good right now for your boy Jason Witten. Isaac Lowenkren right now. Isaac, man, what's trending? Yeah, you're in luck because Jason Witten is <laughs> trending. Stay tuned for that in moments. The New England Patriots, the champions of the AFC, have arrived at their team hotel in downtown Atlanta for Super Bowl 53. Earlier today, they held a send-off rally at Gillette Stadium where Tom Brady took the stage. Let's let him hear it all the way down to Atlanta. We're still here! 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 (laughs) There's the remix, by the way. (laughs) Meanwhile, the Rams team plane has just crossed into Mississippi and will be landing in Atlanta about an hour from now. So... At the Pro Bowl today in rainy Orlando, the AFC trounced the NFC 26-7. to And as you guys have mentioned, we all know it's been a challenging year for oft-criticized rookie analyst Jason Witten. Well, today he capped off the season by breaking the Pro Bowl trophy. You could not make this up if you tried. So here he is presenting it to offensive MVP Patrick Mahomes and defensive MVP Jet Safety Jamal Adams, both of the victorious AFC squad. When the crystal football-shaped top half of the trophy broke off from the base of the trophy. Listen. Let me present you guys with this trophy here. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Get it down below. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh, you got oh, it? Oh. There you go. You guys got it? There we there go. go. Here we 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 go. Congratulations. <laughs> A lot of here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Whoa. Hey, whoa. 
That's all they were at football practice. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, fellas. Come on. Here we go. If he's out there, or if I was Jason Witten, I would stay off of social media for the next couple of hours, but that's just me. In college basketball, Purdue upset sixth-ranked Michigan State today, 73-63 to at the Australian Open. Novak Djokovic defeated Rafael Nadal in straight sets in the men's final. Golf in the final round of the Farmers Insurance Open. Justin Rose has just clinched the victory. He shot a three under 69 today, so he wins by two shots at 20. 21 under par overall over Adam Scott. An excellent final round for Tiger Woods. 5 under 67. He finished 11 shots back. Back to Kelvin Washington and Ephraim Salam in 10 seconds. But first, a word from Farmers. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Guys, it's all yours. Appreciate it. Thank you, Isaac. Uh, man, that was kind of the we're not here or we're still here makes me laugh. Although I'm gonna finish. The, he is still here. Going back to something we were just talking about with Adam, real quick. Look, you, you guys are right. We have taken this so far when someone has a bad game or two, as if someone is supposed to have an amazing, you know, what 158 quarterback rating every single game. The fact of the matter is, you can get to the Super Bowl with a first or second year Ben Roethlisberger, first or second year Russell Wilson before we knew they would be great, with a young Tom Brady, with a young Jared Goff, with Brad Johnson, with Rich Ga- I mean, you can get to the Super Bowl with guys who have played it two-thirds, maybe even half of what Tom Brady is this year. So if you're telling me Tom Brady is 80% of himself, I'll take that. Because I with, with the way they're coached and what they usually generally have in their discipline – I have a great chance year in and year out to get to the Super Bowl. So unless you're telling me he's going from, let's say, what is his grade right now? This year was an A, A minus, B plus. What do you want to give him? Probably was a B. A B. B okay. Yeah. Unless you're telling me he's going to be next year a D, D plus, then I'll take Tom Brady because a even a B minus Tom Brady, with the way that they're getting, they're coaching everything else they have around them. I have a great chance of being there again because we have seen in the NFL you don't need. To have an elite quarterback. You don't need to have the highest. In fact, aren't all the highest paid quarterbacks sitting at home right now? Yeah. Yes, they are. Matthew Stafford has been chilling at home since he got in the NFL when it comes to making it this far. Aaron Rodgers might be the greatest talent we've ever seen. Chilling at home right Isn't now. Is he the greatest talent we've ever seen, though? I mean, people keep saying that, but we don't really have a lot to back it up in terms of Nate Dog, hold up. Now, okay, who who then uh, would you like to place in this? Is this Aaron Rodgers better than Tom Brady? Talent, <laughs> yes. Is he better than Peyton Manning? Talent, yes. Is he better than Drew Brees? Talent, yes. Absolutely not. You don't agree? I'm cool. Relax. So you're telling me I'm if cool. I don't if I put Aaron Rodgers with the Patriots in his career, the Aaron uh, the Patriots never had they had one year where they had a number one receiver. Aaron Rodgers keeps complaining that he doesn't have any it's playmakers because, on the out. Whoa, 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 whoa. He keeps complaining about he doesn't have any playmakers on the outside, yet Drew Brees has thrown touchdown passes to more seventh, sixth, seventh-round draft picks and undrafted free agents than any quarterback in history. So you can't come up with – New England, they still – they're taking little – White dudes who look like they should be working at a CPA firm and making them all pro receivers. So you mean to tell me that Aaron Rodgers and his inability to – I mean, he wasn't even in the playoffs 
this year. Okay. Playoffs? First off, bring your shoulders right. down. I don't I'm like not, how high your shoulders are but when I'm, talking but to you, you right now. You, everybody keeps telling me this uh, Aaron Rodgers thing, right? Everybody keeps, oh, he's a, he got this and he got that and he got – you can't put him in front of Drew Brees – who has more 5,000-plus-yard passing seasons than anyone on the planet Earth. He'll he'll own every single passing record when he retires. He's not better than him. You can't put him in front of Peyton Manning. You if cannot you, put him in front of Tom Brady. It's impossible. First off, we're talking thin slice. I would take him. If they're all 22 years old and you said you get to have them for the next 10 to 15 years. I'm taking Peyton now, Manning. And, I'm not, and you can't go wrong, but I'm taking Aaron Rodgers because, I've, luck seen with that. because I've seen him do a whole lot with very little. Now, you're right. Now, hold on. You're right what Tom Brady has done a lot with little. But let me explain. What Tom Brady has benefited from is stability with his team. His head coach has such a system. We just had somebody on here talking about, matter of fact, it was you telling me how James Harrison said, man, when I was with the Pittsburgh Steelers, it was like this, and you could kind of was lackadaisical, and you could do all this. I went with the Patriots, and what did he say? Discipline. How long, a whole different thing. How long was Mike McCarthy there? I don't know. Was it a decade, maybe? 13 years? 15 years? 13 years? That's called Stability. Why didn't oh, it work? No, no, no. That, that's not, you can be Why a, didn't can, it work? You can be in a marriage for 20 years. That is a oh, terrible now, marriage. Now it's all his fault. No, no, it's not all his fault. But right? what I'm saying is let's not also, you can't take away what the Tom, benefits of playing with I get the Patriots. It, I get it, but guess what Tom Brady has never done? He's never taken more money than anyone on the planet Earth to play quarterback position. And that goes to my point of right? that is an organization. Guess who has? That is an organization okay, but that is re- well-run. In fact, you could argue maybe top two or three and entire all of sports in America. But has Aaron Rodgers ever went into the room? Matter of fact, he just re-upped to be the highest-paid quarterback. So the cop- Wait a second. With two years left on his deal, maybe three, right? He went in. Lee, look how many years – look how many. Look up and see how many years uh, Aaron Rodgers had left on his deal before this extension. All right. So now he was so adamant about being the highest paid player in the league. How are you supposed to get free agents? How are you supposed to pay anyone else? That's all I'm saying. His mindset is completely different than those three quarterbacks that I mentioned. It is not even on the same length, the same wavelength. All right? So you can say, oh, the the highest passing rating of this, that, and he has all the talent. Look at the throws he can make. But all I'm looking at is other quarterbacks putting up better numbers, more rings, and leading their teams to playoff after playoff after playoff after playoff. That's all I'm seeing. And the guy, and the two that you named specifically, Drew Brees and Tom Brady, have benefited from what we would consider geniuses. Belichick might be one of the greatest coaches in all of American sports. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to argue that. Sean mm-hmm. Payton, what do we say? Oh, he's an offensive genius. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy, we just say, oh, he's a, he's a solid coach. He's a coach. So when you come from Robert Kraft to Bill Belichick to Tom Brady, where whenever Tom Brady, not often, okay, has, so not not been the there, hold on, has not okay. been there, they, I have let you go on. You're right. When Tom Brady was not there, we have seen Matt Castle earn himself another decade in the NFL simply by having one season under his belt with Bill Belichick. Because what did he do? They went 11-5 and or whatever it was. We've seen Jacoby Brissett get a career because he had a couple of good games with the Patriots. Jimmy G earned himself a check because he had a couple of good games with the Patriots. 
So I'm not saying Tom Brady is – you can even argue he's the GOAT. I won't argue that. But what I'm talking about is simply talent. So if I take the talent and ability of Aaron Rodgers and I place him with the stability of a Robert Kraft to Bill Belichick in that Patriot organization, if, I'm getting equal, if not maybe more productivity. If, if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. You keep hitting me with if no, I do this. No, I'm not even hitting this. you with the if. The ifs is, no, the, if the, I took that talent and put no, it with there's them. there's no if in the, if what I said. If I did that and the put that over there. No, no, no. You made it a productivity conversation. I said talent conversation. So there's no if in that. Who is more talented? That is Aaron Rodgers. I can't see it. I would agree if you said who's been more selfish I can't or who hasn't maybe led his team the best. But if you said simply who is more talented, that's Aaron Rodgers. That's not an if was a fifth. That's to me a fact. If you – none of the guys you said name make throws like him. Is none Aaron Rodgers like more him. talented than um, um, uh, Patrick Mahomes? Now we could be arguing that one. That's the one guy you could make – you could look at me and say, he might be more talented. I go, yeah, might be right. Would you take Patrick Mahomes now or Aaron Rodgers now? Don't ever ask me no great questions. I'm asking like you – Don't you ever ask me no great – I haven't seen you, you in right two now. months and you want to ask me a great question like that? Get what you what you got? Aaron Rodgers now, Patrick Mahomes right now. I'll answer that on the other side. Fox Sports Radio running from a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one. We've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right, so Fox Football Sunday, although we're squeezing in a little NBA here, and there's some more conversation I want to have with you, Mr. Hooper, as you just showed me. I think that was your high school day. Was that high school or college? Senior year in high school, baby. And you totally did not prove your point. We had this argument off the air. You just proved my point. No, it's Lee, not did true. he not have a wonderful frame to work with to become a specimen? To become an offensive lineman? Those shoulders that, were wide. In that picture, did it look like I would become a left tackle in the NFL? No, but if you said you look like Javon Curse, I believe you. Lee, did it, did it look like I was going to become an offensive lineman in that picture at 185 pounds? <laughs> I can see it, man. I, I you can, can see yeah, that being an dude, offensive lineman. You, you, that was the worst. <laughs> you, you have made some good points during this show so far, almost a couple of hours together. That was not a great one. Okay, well, how about the point of you picking the quarterback you're going to take right now? I will now? do that. Don't e from, be running. E from Salam Kelvin, Washington. Now, you asked me, those who just hopped in the car or hopped on the app, let me tell you, he asked a great question. Uh, I simply said that Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback, most uh, clearly, he has not had the better career than a nice, maybe three or four guys you could argue have had better careers. Can't argue that. But talent. So then we went on the whole argument about Tom Brady, Drew Brees, all these guys. And then you did ask a great question that I did not appreciate. And you <laughs> asked me, while I was riding hard with Aaron Rodgers, you said, well, Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes? And I've contemplated this for however long that commercial break was. And it pains me to say this. But I might have to roll with my homie. Of course you're going to roll with my And homie. I'll tell you why. Because he's the, coachable. He's he's coachable. I think he has the appeal, the it factor as far as being the franchise, you know, the face of my franchise. Contrary to Aaron Rodgers, what we've heard, for the most part, not all, not everybody. He don't even get along with his family. Go, well, they, I wasn't even going to go, go family. I was just going to go his own, some of his teammates. His own f- parents and brother don't even yeah. mess with him. You, who, and and what I'm type not going to lie. That, well, that I mean, come on. I'm I mean, not going to lie. That speaks If your volume. mom and dad are like, yeah, we haven't talked to it's Aaron in hard. years. Now, I could give you the brother because the brother could be one to seek fame. What has he been on The Bachelor and all that kind of stuff? I could see the brother. But when your mama and daddy, because your mama going to ride with you no matter what. 
I mean, for the most part, not everyone's mother like that, and I apologize if yours isn't. But they are biologically programmed. I mean, I'm watching my wife now. We have a, a two-year-old and a three-month. I mean, they're she's all in no matter what. And for your mama to kind of give up on you, you know, that, that's saying a lot. But Patrick Mahomes' ability is equal to Aaron Rodgers as far as making great throws on the run. I mean, we've seen him make no – who throws a no-look pass in football? No one. And Pat Mahomes does that. So switch hands, doesn't matter. He's got nice – probably he's got, what, maybe another inch, inch and a half over uh, Aaron Rodgers. Seems to be a little bigger. He's just more athletic. More athletic. So, stronger, stronger arm, the whole nine yards. Yeah, and, and he's got it early. He's got it early. This is his first full season. So I can't believe I'm saying that Pat Mahomes, when it's said and done, is probably going to be more talented than Aaron Rodgers. But that still does not take away from the fact that I, again, say I believe Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback. I will agree with you. Leadership, ability, um, sacrifices for the betterment of the team, Tom Brady has that in eons over him. I'll give you that. But just pure talent was my point when I was making that with Aaron Rodgers. But, man, Pat Mahomes is something special. And I feel like I argued. I know I argued with Rob Parker, which he's probably on, you know, something saying something crazy, knowing Rob. But I know I argued with him that Patrick Mahomes would be the MVP. He kept trying to tell me Drew Brees. And I said, no, it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. I don't remember if you and I argued that or not. But what Patrick Mahomes is doing, and I just said this to At 50 to, touchdowns. How is he not the MVP? No, this was about was crazy. four games before the end of oh, the season. Oh, so he had 42 that, And that's touchdowns. what I was saying. You know, another thing for Pat Mahomes, too, even in their losses, I walked away saying it wasn't Pat. Pat wasn't an issue. No, you score 51 points, you should win a football game. And every time that you feel like, oh, they're out. Remember the first game of the, the Patriots against the Patriots? Oh, they're out. They come back. And every time they, they were down in the game where 10 points, 13 were out, they come back. And you're like, if they would have had the ball one more time, even in the postseason. They were outcoached. It will had nothing to do with Patrick Mahomes and that. Are AFC you telling me is that what game. we're gonna put on Andy Reid's tombstone? Come on, man. Just you got outcoached that defense. That you see, they sudden they fired the defensive coordinator at six seconds after the game. Hey, uh, we gonna let you do this press conference and you are gonna have to catch another plane home or another. You gonna have to ride with somebody else home. But like that's just what it was. Come on, man. Patrick Mahomes is now that and you know the the elder bars. Jerry Curl, I don't know what's going on with, with you know, I could I could do something uh, different with his hair, but Pat Mahomes is scary. You I'll know what else sure. is scary? This trend that does not fare well for the Rams in the Super Bowl. I'll tell you that next, Fox Sports Radio. Or as I like to call them, big blindside looking my. <laughs> <laughs> you big Michael Orr looking. All right, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. I'll give you a little insight of what we're talking about here. The last two minutes or so, basically, Ephraim has been upset at Brandon Ingram for not putting on weight. And I said, look, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, you play pro sports. You know all different body types as far as seeing guys come into the league at certain sizes. I said, it doesn't seem like everybody can just naturally put on weight. It seems like some people... You know, they either have it or they don't. His point was based off looking at the Greek freak who we're looking at right now. Look at him. Look at him free throw line. That's mm-hmm. insane. He is built like a Greek god. So that's where the conversation hey, guess started. What? He worked on it. He worked on it. And I said, I don't know if Brandon Ingram, I don't think that he doesn't work. I just think he's one of those guys like a Tayshaun Prince. It's just never going to get big. And then he was, oh, you should have saw me when I was in high school. I wasn't big. And then he showed us, Lee, this picture of a freaking specimen and he's like, look, I wasn't that big. I think, you know what it is? I think he was searching for some praise and some like He wanted us <laughs> to help him relive his glory. And years. he was framing it as his senior photo. 
And then and tell him the out, secret. And then leaving out that he graduated at 16 years old, two years so old. He's so he's making us think he's 18. <laughs> he's only 16 in this picture. And then he proceeds to show us, oh, yeah, this was me, a 19-year-old junior in college. And they did, like, an article on him. And he's looking like he was this cast in the blind side, too. Maybe his the, neck disappeared. Right. He had no neck. Shoulders were at his ears. Oh, look. Yeah, you look, you look like you were able to gain weight because you look like you were a specimen. I'm more mad looking at you now. Anybody can put on weight. It's you have to want to. Okay, whatever. You know what? I'm done. Giannis wanted to put on weight. Period. That's it. You're a professional athlete. All you, your responsibility is being the best professional athlete you can be. Now that takes dedication. That takes shooting a thousand to two thousand shots a day, hitting the gym, eating right doing the necessary things to take your game to the next level. One of the reasons, one of the main reasons I love Kobe Bryant is because you can – All right, so Tom Brady and the Patriots. Listen, listen, you can tell that he loves basketball. When you watched him play, whether you liked him or not, you could tell that he loved basketball. No argument there. You could tell that Kevin Garnett loved basketball. Probably too much. You can tell certain people who – Spent their time in the offseason getting better, right? We're going, I'm going to get better no matter what. Yeah, I'm one of the best, I'm great now, but I, it's some things that I can do to get better, and I can respect that as an athlete. Just being a high draft pick and having some talent, and right, how many years do we have to wait for you to take that next step, especially in a year in years where guys are coming into the league and hitting the ground running, right? Making huge jumps. Look at Donovan Mitchell last year, right? I'm like, woof, look at this guy. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Donkage this year. Right? Like, so there's no excuse for you to just be trying to figure it out. And I know everybody's different, but when you're blessed with the abilities and the talent, you need to work on those things. Don't rest on your laurels. That's all I'm saying. And nobody argues with you on that. I think think everybody from teachers to coaches to parents would agree with you. But all I'm saying is, Everybody just can't gain weight. Yes, they can. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they can. Everybody just can't get. No, there are some people who genuinely. Bobo, do you think people can gain weight? Yeah, I definitely do. Lee Robert Delap the fourth. Do you you think people can gain weight? Almost all of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Connor, do you think people can gain weight? He says yes. Nick, do you think people can gain weight? Thank you, Nick. Nick, Nobody's Nick, saying. Why are you even in there? Get no, out of the room. Nobody, you, ain't even, you don't even belong back here right nobody now. Nobody is saying that he will never gain weight. I'm simply saying at 20, what he's is Brandon? He's been in the league three years. He's been in the league three years. He's not even grown man. Grown man weight doesn't even kick in until about 24, he's 25. He's been in the league All of us can attest years. to that. Now, no. some of our grown man weight looks a little better. Uh-uh. Mine's uh. didn't kick in until I was, I didn't gain the weight that I have now until I was like 29. You're proving my point. That Brandon Ingram may get some weight later, but they can't just be like, go put on weight. Giannis is 24. And Giannis is built. Again, framing. Like you said, Tayshaun Prince, he didn't gain the weight like that. That was my point. Yeah. So, Bobo, I don't know who side you are now. No, but you made a point. You made made a point. But but guess what he did? But there are certain people who just, they're just not in them. Yeah. But he worked on on his game, though. Okay, now I'm I'm not arguing that. That I agree. That I agree. Giannis said, I need to get stronger for his game to yeah. go to the next level. And he That's did that. what I'm talking about, right? It's not about putting on weight. It's about taking your game 
to the next level. Can recognizing I take, can I take recognizing what you level? need to do to take it to the next level. Can I take this show to the next How level? How about you show up uh, more than <laughs> once every three months to take it to the next level? That's, how about that? If you're trying to take the show to the next level, you should at least have to be here, right? Am, are, I, am I wrong? You are. Is this what a second half Bobo, of, am I wrong? Nah, I mean, not really. Is this is this what a second half of the donut does? Gets you all robbed <laughs> up? <laughs> it gets you going? Is that so wait, is this, this going to be a routine? Are you back? Or? No, he's like, not back. He's let's, teasing us. Let's stay focused. Right, the Super exactly. Bowl. Okay. He's beat around the bush. Exactly. That's all. See, see how Kelvin, Kelvin and went Hollywood stay, on this. No, no. Let's Literally. stay focused on this. I can't, <laughs> I can't stand either one of you right now. And Lee, if you're laughing, I can't stand you either. All right. No, I wanted to throw this up. How much time do we have for this? Bro? Okay, we have time. So interesting uh, numbers have come out about a specific number of points scored for an NFL season. So what have we said the last 25 years or so, right? We all have said – that the NFL is trying to find ways to make it more competitive, make it about scoring. They're looking for ways to, you know, whether protect the quarterback, do this. And by the way, watching this game, Russell Westbrook just went down pretty awkwardly. And he's not upset about it. He's walking off, but he doesn't look. All right, we'll keep an eye on that knee because that's the last thing they need, OKC. Okay, but 500 points scored in a season. 22 teams have done that. So we know you have all these high-powered offenses now. Of course, this year you have the Rams, you have the Chiefs. Uh, and even the Saints teams who had scored 500 points or more all this year alone. But of 22 teams that have done that since uh, the new Super Bowl era, since 1966-67, only four have won the Super Bowl, scoring 500 points or more, which is saying, yeah, it's all offense and ratings and get these teams to score a lot of points, but at the end of the day when it comes to the Super Bowl, defense wins because watch how I switch this set on you. 14 teams have been the number one scoring defense, and they have won the Super Bowl. So it clearly continues to show us that defense, when it goes up against offense in the game that matters the most, wins championships. Do you want to guess the teams, the four teams that won it, who had all these high-power offenses, the four teams that have won the Super Bowl? You want to guess? No. No? I'll tell you who they were. Uh, that was the Broncos that won in 98. The Against us. Thanks for bringing that Sorry up. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Little, little, feel a little good. The today. Rams. You I love how he did that with the first that's team. First, right, first team. That's what he do. I'm Hater. sorry. Oops. Hater. No, 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 no. 49ers did it. Of course, you remember they they won that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rams. In 94, they smacked up the, uh, that was the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Rams. Oh, the Rams. Yeah, the Rams won exactly. And um, where's the last one? In 2009, the Saints. So those are the four teams who had high-powered offenses. So, this would be concerning a bit if you are the Rams that were the high-powered offense this year. Because if you look at the other two teams, the Saints and the Chiefs, they're at home. Now, one had to be at home in the sense that either it was going to be the Saints or the Rams, so one was automatically going to be there. But it's not as if it, the Chiefs made it. And so now you have the Patriots, who, by the way, the Patriots have been on this list before back in 20, uh, 2007. Remember the Randy Moss year? They were balling out. They 19 lost. 19 Yep, lost in the Super Bowl. The Patriots were in 2010. They were there, lost the divisional round. Patriots 2011, lost to the Super Bowl. So the Patriots in 2012, lost in the AFC Championship team. They had scored 500-plus points in the season. So if you're the Rams, this has to be a little bit worried that, man, yes, we score a lot, but the team that has the better defense continuously wins the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald, man. He, well, shoot, we got Aaron him, Donald got a chance. and playoff Indama and Sue. It's a lot to deal with. That's what we're talking about right now. Aaron Donald and playoff Indama and Sue, along with Fowler. I, I, I mean, if I don't even want to say Todd Gurley, I'm just gonna say 
CJ Anderson, because we still, I hope I'm watching. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm watching Ty Gurley right I mean, now let's board hope, the plane. Let's watch him board this plane and see how he goes up these steps. I hope this the real Ty Gurley. They're going to need the real Ty Gurley. All right, he got to show up. Another man. thing, by the way, to quickly add some more context to this, another thing they talked about in this article was simply that, too, that the teams who were able to score, uh, who had those high-powered offenses and still win the Super Bowl, if you look at those teams, you're talking about Marshall Falk, who was able to run the ball and score, had 121, I believe. In, uh, and Couldn't you, stop him. Terrell man. Davis, with those Broncos teams, was able to run and score as well. Um, and so you're, and then they talked about how the 49ers had a great balance of pass and run as well. So you're going to have to be able to run the ball in order to do so. And Todd Gurley, we don't know what's going on. We had four touches I don't last know. game. He was just standing on the sideline. And a critical. It wasn't like it was a blowout or, or you know. It was disappointing. It was so disappointing. I don't know what's going on with Todd Gurley. If he's still banged up, if we're not, let, you know, they're not letting on to how bad he's banged up, I'm not sure, but they're definitely going to need him. Um, but but tell me tell me you know you you played in that game and I mentioned the only time for the one of the four times that it actually happened where the high offense scored and won the game. Why does this? There are interesting thoughts and theories as to why the defense shows up more often than the offense does in the Super Bowl. What are your thoughts on that? Um, it's one game. It's everything. The, the field is small. It feels like it's smaller. Adjustments are happening as the the game is is, is going on. Um, that's why the Patriots have been so successful. They make the best minute-by-minute minute, uh, adjustments in, in games of this magnitude. They have the ability to do that. We saw Kansas City not be able to make it a, de- a defensive adjustment in the fourth quarter and in overtime. They just played the same soft-shell defense and was picked apart. Um, so the Patriots have an upper hand there. The thing that the Rams can do is they can – Push the pocket. Tom Brady's not going anywhere, right? He's not going to sprint out to the right and take off down the field. So if you can get that push on the inside and collapse that pocket back into Tom's and in, in, in Tom's uh, way, you can make him take his eyes from downfield. And I, I think that's something that the Rams have the ability to do. So I want you to break it down. If if you are the Rams, or as they just had a few hours ago earlier today, they had their uh, their send off. If you don't know, the Rams here uh, in L. A. had a big send off at their new stadium. They showed the fans the stadium, spent some time with them, gave a bunch of goodies out, and uh, got the fans, got them all hyped, and sent them off on their way. But if you are a Rams fan, uh, or if you were part of that organization, then tell me kind of the 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 blueprint of beating a Patriots team that. Is the favorite from Vegas standpoint? All the money's going on the Patriots. We already know about the beyond difference in experience level between Jared Goff and Tom Brady. On the other side, B. Sean McVay, tell me what I need to hear as a Rams player, as a Ram fan, on how we have a chance to beat the Patriots. We'll do that next. Ibrahim Salam, Kelvin Washington, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, give out the phone number here as well. I was actually just talking about Ibrahim uh, giving it to me, but if you want to do that as well, I'll give that out. Uh, where is the number? Actually, 877, here we go, 877-996-6369. Again, that's 877-996-6369, on Fox. Hit us up. And also, oh, we got to check in on that Twitter poll as well. We got to check in on our Twitter poll. We'll explain that as well next. Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. One of the best bass lines of all time. I can't argue with that. So the minute you hear it, you know. Make you all of a sudden want to, just want to do a moonwalk for no reason. Make you want to beg your mother for a red Michael Jackson jacket in like 85 like I did. Did you get one? I got a gray one. Oh. I'm assuming the gray was probably half off, but I was close though. Fox Football Sunday, talking a whole lot of footballs. We get you ready for Super Bowl 53, Patriots and the Rams. And Ephraim Salam, Kelvin Washington with you. And uh, we threw out the number because we're going to take a few phone calls. Actually talk to the people. I'm actually tired of talking to you. I've been talking to you all day. <laughs> 877-99-ON-FOX is the number. Uh, let's go to Will out there in Tennessee. Will! Hey, how's it going, guys? Appreciate y'all having me on. Oh, uh, no, it's going well, brother. What's up? I just think I was sitting there watching the overtime drive against the Chiefs. 
where you see the Chiefs get pressure on Brady on first and second down. I think three times it came down to a third and ten. And you see them only rush forward. Brady doesn't move in the pocket, and he gets a first down. And that's going to happen every single time. So I think if you're Sean McVay, you tell Aaron Donald and Donaldson soon specifically they can win you this game. I think they can win the game single-handedly. And, yeah, there's got to be good coverage. But if you sit there and allow Brady to have a clean pocket, he's going to get a first down every single time. And I'll hang up and listen to what y'all got to say. I appreciate it, Will. Thanks for the call. And and I agree with Will. Um, if you watch Tom Brady and the Patriots, when Tom Brady feels the pressure and he shuffles his feet, right, when you can make him step back and move from side to side, he, for an instant, takes his eyes from downfield. He doesn't like – not that quarterbacks like to be pressured – but quarterbacks deal with that differently. Like you take a Russell Wilson who is well-versed uh, in, in dealing with pressure in the pocket, it's fine. You you take a Ben Roethlisberger who expects pressure in the pocket, it's fine. Tom Brady likes a clean pocket. Um, and when you can move him off his spot and, and make him hold the ball, then bad things happen. Turn over, we see Turnover late in the season, he was turning the ball over more. Uh, then he was throwing touchdowns. So, like I said, getting that push up the middle from Aaron Donald and Indomitian Sue is going to help push Brady back and have him focus more on the pressure, and that's about the only way you can stop him from completing the pass down. Agreed. So let me throw one example, and this was a bad example in that the team lost, but there was that – we talk about nine calls and ref, referee, you know, <laughs> have an impact. But remember a few years back when this team that I used to like – uh, was in the playoffs <laughs> against the Cowboys. And remember they picked up the flag. Uh, if you remember the Cowboys-Lions a few years back, they had to play, and they picked up a flag. But either way, that wasn't it. It was Indomitian Sue dominating that game. Single-handedly, by far, was the best player in that entire game. Not Kelvin Johnson, not Tony Romo, not Matthew Stafford, Des Bryant, whoever else. It was Indomitian Sue. Every single snap. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, he's about to get Tony Romo. And he had him off his rocker the whole day. And you just mentioned, I love how you said playoff and Dominican suit. Reminds me of playoff Rondo. People always say playoff Rondo right. is a different yes. race yeah. on Rondo. You're right. And Dominican suit, if, if if he is able to be what we expected him to be in his career, and he has been at times, and if Aaron Donald, just be Aaron Donald, my gosh, um, then what that also does is throw Tom Brady off the timing routes. Tom Brady doesn't beat you oftentimes going deep. He doesn't beat you, as you mentioned, with his feet. He beats you simply with timing. I'm going to throw this this quick timing out to Deion Lewis who's going to kill you all day. I'm going to hit Julian Edelman and make him look like he's the return of Jerry Rice. And if you just mentioned, if I can get him off of his route, off making him move a little bit and th- keep him off his, his uh, timing with those receivers, yep. we got a chance. Let's uh, keep going to the phone lines. Um, if you want to reach out to us again, you can hit us up at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Let's go to San Diego, your side of town, and uh, talk to Mo. What's up, Mo? What's up, guys? What's up, guys? I, uh, Kelvin, I uh, remember you from uh, Marcellus and Cal, so good to hear you, man. I uh, appreciate um, that. So here's my thing, right? The, 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 the Patriots are beat up on the Chargers and, and uh, beat up the, the Chiefs, and they, they kill you. Of course, they run the ball, so you got to be able to stop the run. you got to be able to um, knuckle up and stop the run. The second thing is the underneath route. you got to sit on the underneath stuff as though it's primary. It can't be your secondary option. You need to sit on it because the, the Patriots is death by paper cut. And so you have to be ready to play that, and you got to be ready for the, the pick routes, the rub routes. You can see the rub routes coming. You can see the rub routes coming, okay? And when you see them when you, when you coming – 
uh, you have to you have to have your guys in position because the thing is is if you do that you say well you leave the deep route available but the deep route is how you get Sue and how you get Aaron Donald in his face because a seven step drop a five they take longer and you give your defensive line a chance and now if that ball's in the air now you got chances to make plays Peterson can make plays that's what you want you got to say Brady I, I I dare you to beat me deep and long, and see if your receivers can beat us deep and long. But I, I, I'm betting that you're gonna you're gonna stall out. You're gonna three and out. You're gonna five and out because if we sit on the underneath stuff first, then we got something. On offense, you definitely got to run the ball and, and control the ball, and you have to do like what they did against Dallas. You got to make the defense declare early, so that you can tell. Um, um, golf, what to look at because if they're going to try to run games on him. You need to make the the Patriots declare on defense early, and then um, McVay can get into the headset and tell Golf what he needs to do, and now he can find the open guy. Like, there's guys open. That defense is okay, that good. Thank you, Mo. Mo, we appreciate Mo, we that. Pre- wait, you, I know you wanted Mo time, but we appreciate it, Mo. <laughs> Sorry, Thank bro. you. No, Mo Sorry. was getting. Mo, you must be a coach Sorry, somewhere, man. man. Mo was. Mo was getting into. I'm a, it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I play football my whole life. I'm a football guy, man. Right, so we, we can do this all day. Uh, well, we can't, but we we'll appreciate, appreciate you, though, Mo. Mo. Thank you. All right, Mo, man, Mo had more points. Mo had more points. Mo kept hitting that 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 button on. They were so serious. A cheek was hitting the boop. I think Mo was on actually a, a real landline no, but phone. Mo, Mo was right. He's ab- he's absolutely right. Um, the Patriots are who they are, right? And we let him off the hook. Sorry, I, just, right. I had to. It was just sitting right there. I had to do it. I had to. Oh, uh, it, it's just you know. You got to bring the pressure. Defensively, you have to get after them. If you can't get after them, you can't beat the Patriots. Period. It's just not going to happen. He mentioned something I want to get to. And of course, we are, have great news. There's a quick and easy way you can save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com and see how much you could save. Coming to you live from the Geico studios. Uh, Ephraim Salam, Kelvin Washington with you, Fox Sports Radio. Let me. He he said something that everybody always we all know this we've known it now for about five to seven years, but it seems it never matter. Number one, lock up Julian Edelman. That's his safety blanket. It isn't Rob Gronkowski as much as you like to think it is. It's Julian Edelman and those Amendola style little routes. It's just a seven yard cross, and as he mentioned, some of those pick routes. So I'm asking you, you've been in these huddles. Please help me. What? How can you stop? And he said, sit on him. I don't know if you go zone. I don't know if your linemen drop back. I don't know what Can't you do. Zone. If you go zone, they'll pick you apart. But if I go zone and I get some pressure, you got to be able. It it stems on whatever you're doing in the back, uh, the back half of the field. It stems on if you don't get pressure on Tom Brady, it's not going to work, right? That's the problem. You have to make him accelerate his throws, right? Everything is timing. Like Mo broke it down for us. You have to have him accelerate his throws. You have to make him uncomfortable. And you can say, yeah, you can, that's, that, you can say that about anybody. Yeah, that's true. But if you do not pressure Tom Brady, you can't stop him. He won't throw a pick. He won't turn the ball over. He won't throw incomplete passes. It, it's just not going to happen with him. So you have to be able to really – make him uncomfortable in the pocket. The Rams have the best D-tackle duo in the league, 
Aaron Donald himself is the best defensive player in the league. Might even be the best player in the league. If you don't double-team him, he will cause a serious problem in your backfield. So one of the things that, you know, in life, what do they tell you? They tell you that, oh, okay. Wade Phillips uh, is it the, the Is it the Rams getting ready to play the Patriots or the Cowboys? Wade Phillips. What in the, the what in the Wade Phillips is going on? So for those of you, we just, we can see Wade Phillips – and the Rams coming off the uh, the plane here, and he has a. It looks like a ten cowhide, a ten gallon cowboy hat on, and a, and cowhide like like raw like leather. I don't even know what that is. He looks like he was in what's the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? Irreverent. That's his his dad. Bum, Bum Phillips. He used was to in, wear one of those. Hats. It looks You're like right, something yeah. he was. Yeah, Revenant had he had on in the Revenant. Just put a cowboy ten gallon hat on the Revenant bareback, and then like that's what he looked like he had on. That's that Bum Phillips right there, man. Not matter of fact, that Houston Oilers days. I am going. The Ra- the Rams are winning now strictly based off defense. When you have the gall to wear that, look at that man. He knows something. He know that is a week of preparation right there. Well, I'll do. He has to have a 45 on his side. <laughs> a, a Colt, he has to have one. And spurs on his boots as well. Uh, but I was going to bring this up. The best thing they always say is a wise man learns from the mistakes of others or you know, or the successes of others. So he doesn't have to go through it himself. I'm looking at the Giants. And I'm saying the Giants somehow held that team to 17 points once before. Uh before. They had on the 14 points before. I'm 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 looking at the Giants and saying, what did they do? Because that was one of the most explosive offenses we'd ever seen with Randy Moss, a part of that Patriot team. And they held them to, you know, teens. So I'm going back to that blueprint. Maybe Wade Phillips did that. I'm figuring out what was that. Now, of course, the Patriots are going to adjust and they're going to, you know, do their thing. But I still believe there's something you can learn from the tape on there. Uh, I guess we'll take a few more phone calls. You guys still want to talk about it? Of course, we're getting ready for the Super Bowl a week away, so we'll do that on the other side here. Again, 877-996-6369-877-99 on Fox. And if you can't get to a phone as far as making a call, you can tweet. Be from Salam. K-Dub Live for myself. We'd love to hear from you that way. Isaac Lohenkron, what's trending, brother? Kelvin and Ephraim, the New England Patriots and Los Angeles Rams have both arrived in Atlanta for Super Bowl 53. The Patriots flew in earlier today and have already checked into their hotel in downtown Atlanta. The Rams landed at Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport about 10 minutes ago. Their arrival highlighted, as you mentioned, by 71-year-old Rams defensive coordinator Wade Phillips ambling down the stairs of the Rams team plane in a cowboy hat. By the way, earlier, Phil bless his heart, live-tweeted the Rams' send-off rally in Los Angeles. Unfortunately, he accidentally tweeted the video sideways, and the clip is only two seconds long. So he's 71, but he's giving it all on he's social media. Still maybe a little more to learn, but I guess this week he's occupied by that uh, AFC championship team. At the Pro Bowl in rainy Orlando today, speaking of the AFC, the AFC Pro Bowl team trounced the NFC team 26-7. to Patrick Mahomes named offensive MVP jet safety. Jamal Adams named defensive MVP. On the NBA scoreboard, the Thunder has a 72-60 lead over the Milwaukee Bucks with six minutes left to play in the third. Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo, 11 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, but is 2 out of 10 from the field. The Thunder led by Paul George, who has 21 points and 9 rebounds. Russell Westbrook, the usual Russell Westbrook game. 8 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, 
three out of 14 from the field. In college hoops earlier today, Purdue upset sixth-ranked Michigan State 73-63. to Sad news from Major League Baseball. Former San Francisco Giants owner Peter McGowan passed away this afternoon at the age of 76. McGowan is credited with keeping the Giants from moving out of San Francisco, spearheading construction of their new waterfront ballpark, and hiring the executives who built three world championship winners. Golf Justin Rose won the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines at 21 under by two shots over Adam Scott. Tiger Woods finished 11 shots back after a 5 under 67 today. Back to Kelvin Washington and Ephraim Salam in 10 seconds. But first, a word from Farmers. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Calvin and Ephraim, back to you. Oh, That's oh, nice. nice. I love nice. Nice save. <laughs> About to come in there and take my, my, my shoes off on you. Hey, I'm married. I'm used to saving myself after verbal mishaps. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel you on that one. We all do. We, we definitely. I think he just had. He had too much pizza. He had too much Mark Willard leftover birthday pizza. Lee, would you like to describe the pizza pattern as I ambled in there today? This will be my last one. <laughs> Six times. <laughs> okay. About twenty minutes later, this, See, I think this will be listen, the last one. Listen, listen. I knew that. That's why I said it was the pizza. That was he is starting to have what we call itis. He's getting tired. He's getting out of it. He's not quite himself. Or and maybe by the way, some type of bacteria was <laughs> in the in the oh, leftover pizza. Okay, we foot and mouth from, disease from yeah. someone's house. So we have we have a, we have someone who can jump in on this. Bobo, we have have you been listening? Did you hear any of the conversation about uh, left someone bringing in food from home to the job? I.e., real life example, Mark Willard brought in some pizza that he had uh, from his son's birthday party yesterday. So he brought in a whole box of pizza. He brought in leftover pizza from from, and every, from yesterday. And everyone, most everyone, including Isaac, they consumed. Ephraim goes off on him and lets him have it like he was an upset parent. And Mark was like, man, I just all I did was bring in some pizza. I had a whole bunch of leftover pizza from a party. Where are you on this? What's wrong with eating leftover pizza? There's nothing wrong with eating leftover pizza. It's something wrong with eating someone else's leftover pizza. So I know, I, like, if I order pizza, but it was untouched, right? and I put it Correct. in the refrigerator, I know how I stored it. So I can wake up and take it out of the refrigerator. Like, what if he just left it out on the counter? So do, when you brought go, it in to work, when you go to and, someone else's house, do you not eat the food because you don't know how it was prepared? No, you mean if they're cooking the yeah. food right there? Right? No, I mean, no. Let's say you go to a house and yes. there's a party and you get there and the food's already laid out. Do you not eat that because you didn't know how it was prepared? It's a great question. No, you can tell if food you is left tell. over. No, or if that's it's fresh. not the that's not the question. No, but that yeah, I would eat it if it's fresh. If it's not, I'm not eating it. That's just it. That's it. Well, you're I'm losing not old food. You're losing the Twitter <laughs> poll that you were once up. Right. I, but okay, maybe it's just me. I, but I, I'm no, not I did, eating. I told you it was you. I'm not eating someone's <laughs> old food. What I told him, Bobo, was right? I said. That's not somebody's old food. It's just pizza it's, in a box all, that's untouched. He didn't say okay. sushi from Thursday. So. Now, if it was like some, if it was like some chicken or like so let me ask some you spaghetti this. or something like that, I'm not touching it let because I'm ask, with you. <laughs> let me but, ask you this. Okay. If you order pizza and you have leftover pizza, what do you do with it? I put it in my refrigerator. Right. What if he doesn't? But who doesn't? A lot of people don't. Some people just put it in the oven. Let me rephrase that. Take who it off the counter, it? put it in the oven, have who, it sitting in there. Who doesn't? That's, right? If I if I have pizza and it's at my house and I plant, like if I get it for lunch, I might leave it in my oven just because I know I'm going to come back to it later. But 
I don't think Mark is the kind of guy that literally goes, I'm going to get everybody here salmonella. I'm not saying he, he t- intentionally did that. I'm saying his wife was like, hey, you got to get some of this pizza up out of this house. And so was what well, he brought it, for everyone to to brought it for everybody here. I don't no, see the problem Nobody, nobody. All I was saying is I've fed my guys before. Right? I've I've done that before. You have? I've ordered pizza. When? Where they pick it up. Right? Lee, Leah tell you, Lee's my guy. He goes and gets it for me. Oh, yeah. They'll, dro- they'll drop it off right here. So how, wing how, stop, how do I miss out on this? I've been working wing with you stop, forever. They deliver it, bring it right here. Steam coming off of it. Right? You don't have to take it to you heat know, it up. You're furthering my original but point. That's but that's all what I'm, I'm saying. Like, if you're going to treat people, right? If you're going to bring, if you're going to come in here and be like, yo, I love you guys. We've been working together. See, this been work- Wait a second. <laughs> We've been working hard. This is what we're going to do. I'm bringing some food for y'all. Then bring up some fresh, hot food. Don't be like, hey, guys, I'm cleaning out my refrigerator from my kid's party. But that's like, Here's some old pizza for you. So somebody goes and gets donuts. You don't know if the donuts fell off in the car and hit the floor. They come and still bring them and set them in here. Yeah, and we they, saw you smash that. Unless Quickly. They, unless they were on the floor overnight in the car. Right, if you go down and you pick the donuts. So up, wait, there's a difference between a donut being yeah, open. I, yeah, old food, I'm cool. Right, like I'm, I'm good on. I like freshness in my diet. <laughs> okay, so right? uh, like, before I, we I'm move sorry on. that I like fresh food. Before we move on, I just want to reiterate. I my guess point I'm to a Bobo. jerk. No, well, no, what you are is someone who has made millions of dollars in his career. Hey, I told, like I said I, before, we all had choices. Okay, and so like I told, so what I said was, I said most people are excited and and very appreciative of free food. Of rich people can say ew, ew, and move on. First of all, the only the only reason I probably would have had a slice of that pizza. The only reason I'm rich is because of the love and the family that I have. Money has nothing to do with no, no, no. The fact that you're seven feet tall. That's 12. 6'12. <laughs> like I said, if somebody's 6'12. So, so you mean to tell me I could have did what you did and so, been rich? Hey, man. I'm 5'8. <laughs> I, I don't think that would have worked that much. How for tall me. is Tariq Hill? Ooh. How tall is Tariq Hill? 5'7, 5'8. So tall, then you would have to be the fastest man on earth. Yeah. How tall is Darren Sproles? Mm. Again, the second fastest don't, man on wait, earth. Hold on. It, it don't matter. He said his height. So moving on. And I'm just pulling. No, we ain't going to move on. I hold want on. to talk, talk to Albert. Well, e- Albert can wait. has to win. Alice can wait. All I'm saying is you can't use your height, right? And my height is the reason why I made it. And no, you, you're right. You didn't. Okay. You, that's gonna, off the table. Okay. That's, you know, because yeah, it's somebody 5'7 yeah. in the NFL. <laughs> if somebody 5'9 in the NFL, well, well, I, I don't want to hear that. This. Okay. Hey, Ephraim, what it? You're right. That's it. That's You're all right. I'm saying. You're right. And you it's a bunch else? of six, eight dudes working at Chevron <laughs> and being security guards. And there's a whole bunch of guys like you just told us. Lee, my witness. Yeah, you know, I was 6'7", jump out the gym, almost 40-inch vertical. I could bench 2'8". Well, then you're more than just height. That's why we couldn't go to the NFL. It yeah, wasn't but just what? I chose to okay. get myself in and that position. And we're choosing to talk to Albert. Right? Albert! <laughs> Albert! I, that's not Albert. It's Alex. No, Pay that out. is Albert. We're going oh, to Albert. God. And uh, Florida, Albert, yeah. quickly before the break. Yeah, right this here. is Albert. Uh, Mark, hey, Mark is riding dirty, and so is the NFL. It's now <laughs> the Asterisk Bowl, okay? Look, no matter how many showers they take, the NFL blew this one. And, you, bro, the thing about the passes and running doesn't matter. They won that game, okay? Those passes and running don't count. That was interference. Everybody saw it. It smells of high heaven. The sad thing is these men worked their whole entire lives to get to this point, and it was stolen and like a thief in the night, and it was disgusting. And you know what? People, are, I'm not watching Super Bowl this year. I wrote the, I've written Super Bowl. Albert, you will be watching oh, the Super Bowl. Albert, 
We'll talk to you on Sunday when you're watching the Super Bowl. I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl. I am not watching the Super Bowl. Because a blown call. Baby, turn the Super Bowl on. That's exactly what's going to happen. All right, we'll take a couple more phone calls before we break. Getting you ready again. Super Bowl Sunday, a week away. Excited about this. And we'll argue some more during the break. Ephraim Salam, Kelvin, Washington, Fox Sports Radio. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm here tripping. You tripping, Lee. You could say another T word. Tripping. It ain't if you got it. <laughs> you know, Lee. What if you don't have it? That's, that's and their, you're eating old pizza now. Therein lies the problem, Lee, man. I'm trying to be on your side. Fox Football Sunday. Uh, one more time for us, Ephraim Salam, Kelvin, Washington. It and felt good to be back with if, you, if, man. If I appreciate I had fun, man. I really did. And we'll do it again for sure. Yeah, Thanks, right. I, we will, without a doubt. That's like the fact that everybody in there will eat free food as well. It will happen again. So we've uh, been taking phone calls, getting ready for, again, a week out from Super Bowl. Both teams have landed. They are now in Atlanta in the ATL getting ready for this game. By the way, what a last time the NFL uh, Super Bowl was in the Atlanta. Do you remember all the stuff that happened then? Yeah. I remember I went to that. You had the Rams-Titans. You had yep. a very prominent player get into some trouble. Yep, I was there that night as well. Um, You know, some issues. In, in, Cobalt in, Room. That was the name of the club it was out in front of. Okay. Uh, it was something else that happened, too. It was, a, it was a very interesting Super Bowl, which is probably why the NFL was like, nah, we're going to – we're going to wait two decades to get back to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're to wait a little bit. That's like when the NBA had their all-star weekend in Las Vegas. Never yeah, well, again. We're going to wait. We're going to wait for that one. Now Floyd Mayweather has a club there, too. Uh, no, we're going we're gonna to wait another decade on that. Uh, if you want to get a few more phone calls in before we get out of here, let's get them in at 877-996-6369, on Fox. Alex, you've been on hold for quite some time. We'll go to Alex real quick. What's up, Alex? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm calling in um, from Orlando. Thank you for having me on the show. So did you go to the the, the, the WAC Pro Bowl? I mean, oops, the Pro Bowl? Uh, uh, no, I was actually working tonight, but it, kind of disgusting rain and cold here today, so I wouldn't have been over there uh, if I, even if I you know, had the opportunity. Kind of not really football either, you know what I'm saying? All right, Alex, it's your time to shine, man. Let's go. All right, so I'm looking at these postseason teams not pressuring Tom Brady, and I got to wonder why, because every week we're like, okay, got to be a pressure on Tom Brady. Don't play these soft zones. He's going to take you apart. He's a numbers guy. He likes to take the high percentage routes underneath, Julian Edelman, and people just allow that to happen. I don't know. It's, it's more more than that. You know, they got a great offensive lineup in New England. But, you know, just seeing this week, week after week, you got to wonder. But uh, with Wade Phillips, uh, as a defensive coordinator, you know that was the last time the Patriots really got defensively handled in the Super Bowl. Um, you you got to have some faith in the Rams, especially with those deep tackles there. But I look at Tom Brady um, in the Pittsburgh game throwing um, an interception on what looked like it might have been an attempt to throw the ball out of bounds, and I, I think they, I would rather uh, dare Tom Brady to beat me over the top than nickel and dime me down the field like he has been to Kansas City and other teams throughout this postseason. Hey, appreciate the call, Alex. You know, uh, one of the things we've mentioned, and Dominic and Sue, and of course Aaron Donald, guys getting pressure. One thing to keep an eye on, Ephraim, is if Dominic and Sue, and obviously when I, you know, when I was formerly a Lions fan, and I watched every you still a Lions fan, man. Stop fronting in here. When I was formerly a Lions fan, and I watched every game, and I saw him play, and he did it this uh, past the past couple of weeks in the postseason. Watch out for Dominic and Sue. 
he's willing to risk a rough in the passer uh, flag by and, and, and what he does is so he doesn't slam him. He just if he gets close enough, he puts all his weight into his arms and he pushes him. And you saw Drew Brees go flying, and, and he does it. Just keep an eye on that. And Dominican Sue is willing to trade a 15 yard penalty for bruised up Tom Brady. I tell you, hey, remember at this you point, remember you gotta, remember that. Remember you heard it first. He's willing to. All right, fine. I'll give you those 15. That's your if hot take right now. You just hit it with a hot me, take. No, I'm just saying. I've, I've watched him play, and it's one of those things where people say he's dirty, and it's always just right at the end of a play. A quarterback gets the pass out. He pushes him right there, like towards the rib cage, and it's usually not called. But man, he he tries to find a way to, to inflict some pain. And I'm I'm one again going back to the whole getting pressure on Tom Brady. Not only pressure, if you can nick him up a bit, because Tom Brady, I don't never see him limping. Other quarterbacks got to play through limp. You know, they're limping, they're hurting, obviously because he get the balls out of his hand, just like uh, Peyton Manning did. But that would be interesting to see. But the Rams, man, Todd Gurley has to show up. I mean, whether it's in the passing game, the running game, something. Tom Todd Gurley, MVP candidate, when we early in the season, he's got to show up. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him or where he went. C.J. Anderson is like, that's fine with me because I'm about to make myself <laughs> right. a pocket change for the next couple years. I said C.J. on Twitter. I said C.J. Anderson is built like that guy in every neighborhood. They say, man, he used to be good at football, like that security guard yeah, at the mall. That's funny. That security guard. Hey, that's ball. Samson, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, Samson man, he was wrong, man. He used to be the man in football. Like, that was C.J. Anderson. He does not look like a football player right now. Can't he, stop him. He looks like the guy that used to be one. But yet, you're right. He can't, he's balling outside of last week. Uh, no, we don't have time for one more call. We don't have one time. So, I'm not going to I'm not gonna see you because I'm going to be doing next Sunday. See Super you next Bowl year, Sunday. player. See, see, here you go. Six, uh, six to nine here. It was nice seeing you, man. Nine see you to next noon year. On 2020 because nine our year. Nine to noon on the East. So you got about a minute, man. Give me your thoughts on the Super Bowl. I won't be able to hear. Uh, I mean, obviously I can hear, but I won't be with you next week. Uh, I think the Rams have a good opportunity to uh, to really avenge the last time they're in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Uh, if they can get pressure on Tom Brady, I think offensively they have the weapons to put up points. But I'm hard-pressed to go against Tom Brady. So uh, – in one game with Bill Belichick making adjustments. It's like somebody said earlier. I was Adam Kaplan. Somebody said earlier, you, you, every year you go against the Patriots, right? Or if you always put your money on, you got a you, you know great chance of making money. And every year you go against them, you're like, no, nah, this is the year. Finally, someone's going to beat them. Finally, someone has the number and they don't. It always comes down to something uh, crucial. So I'll tell you more about it next Sunday. My thoughts. It's fun doing the show again with you, man. Whatever. We're out of here. Whatever. Enjoy Fox Sports Radio. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.